Today on the Mobcast, Craft Complex. How's everyone done in their uh, painting modeling challenges we gave out last time? We're going to talk about what to do with your broken miniatures and then go into the planet types of the 41st millennium. All that and not much more on Mob Rules. Alright guys, welcome to episode 3.5, or as I want to do 3.14 because of the pie jokes we can do along with it there. When's pie day? Pie day? I that think... was like in spring, wasn't it? It's March. That's March. March, March 14th. Okay. March 14th. That's That's good. Oh, right. Welcome to the Mob Rules well, Mobcast. Like, do they have like the hour index? What, what is pie? Like 3.14? Yeah, they had it like six, down to the second. It was like 3.14. Oh, really? 3.1415. Something, I think. I okay. Some people have too much time on their hands. Yeah. They do. They do. Welcome to the Mob Rules Mobcast. Mobcast. <laughs> That's right. The show, day, not numbers. No, the show that thinks it like Night Spear confers infiltrate to Wraithguard. My name's John. I'm Ted. Ted. I'm Phil. And you can call me Dick. And we love Dick, and man, have we missed Dick for the past two episodes. <laughs> it's good to have him have Dick talking to us over here. It's good yeah. to have Dick around. It's just, have, just having so much Dick around. So it's been dick. really lonely without you guys. It's... A dick is just... It feels so awful when he doesn't have friends to look at him. Dude, he's spitting up all over the place. Can we get something to wipe up the dick juice? Or right, so anyway, now, anyway, 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 now that we've taken it to that level... <laughs> we want to thank the dozens, literally dozens of you who have downloaded <laughs> downloaded the previous Mobcasts. Uh, you can find us now on Twitter at DA Mobcast, Demobcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mobruleak. Please uh, share, like, subscribe, tell your friends, and you will get all of this wonderful new content and at least now about 17 to 20 dick jokes. Uh, I want to say an hour, minute? I don't know. I think we can do pretty well on that there. DPM, yeah. dicks per minute? Dicks per minute. <laughs> the most important thing to keep track of. Exactly. That, that's why we brought you into the podcast. So. All right. To, to give more dick to our listeners. <laughs> so we, like I said, we are blown away by the, the reaction we have from the first few episodes. If I could read some of our initial reviews we have had through our Facebook page, which is... Uh, Half Facebook, of them were from my sister. Facebook.com forward slash mobrule AK. We got such comments as, LOL, it's four plus feel no pain, not plus one. So that was a thing and better than I expected. <laughs> Uh, you know, and you can't ask for higher praise than that from random people on the internet. It's true. You can't ask for much more from the internet. Except these were our friends. Uh, <laughs> we know who each and every one of Which them is. Which is why we don't expect much more than that. No. From I, us. I'm really looking forward to iTunes reviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, once we figure out that massive RSS feed, uh, I, I started looking up today how to do that. And oh, man. It was all the oh. code. So I'm like, huh, if only I knew a web designer oh. who could try translate all this code for me yeah i'm gonna have to pretend to be working on other projects at work to figure that out <laughs> also i want to give credit to uh, ethan <clears throat> and matt who were the ones who gave me the idea of spamming shock attack guns uh they were very upset oh that's that right I the internet whined that you didn't credit them that, that, that i did not credit that thanks the internet yeah yeah the, they ran five shock attack guns first and i'm only running three so 
So you only owe them three fifths of a uh, of, of a. There is a terrible like joke really. in there. I don't like this. Oh, yeah. okay. That's no. not where I was going with that. That's not where I was going with that. Oh man. Oh, on that note. Well, you know, it's it's nice turnabout. I mean, they're white. What? I don't know. <laughs> there there oh. wasn't a joke there that we should have been making. No, that was, I don't know. <laughs> That was a real nice three episodes we did. Uh, I want to thank iTunes for the consideration and turning us down. So today, we should submit this one. Super excited! We're going to be talking about uh, broken models and what happens when that that beautiful model that you've lovingly put together, uh, if you're my stonepug, gets dropped off a table at two separate events. <laughs> Whoa! There's a story. Oh, uh, there's there's a story or two there. Uh, what do we do with it? Is it, you know, how do we fix it? Do we just cry and, and complain and put it on a shelf and be like, I'm going to fix you when I'm down well ready? Uh, which well, it sounds like with a Stampa, you cover it in glue and call it a Nurgle infused Stampa. Don't take my ideas. <laughs> that you don't thing? need to do that with just a Stampa. Honestly, that's how I do all of my models. <laughs> <laughs> and Nurgle. This yep. is my pot of Nurgle. Yeah. He goes through also, an entire pot of glue every time he makes a single A little bit of glue, model. a little bit of wash. Throw to whatever basing materials around, normally crackers, and then you're gonna go. <laughs> the mice love his models. That's right. That's right. So, Dick is our resident uh, model expert on how to put together your models perfectly. Uh, now that we've turbo boosted into the next segment, and, uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, planetoids in the 40th millennium or 41st millennium. I was a thousand. Well, they're probably the same a thousand years earlier, so I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Planetoids in the 40th millennium. Uh, there's a lot of different worlds out there. We're going to be talking about some of our favorites, as well as you know how we can represent that on the battlefield as a part of our games. Uh, I think that's a good place to stop it out right now. We're going to forge in a narrative. We're going to forge some narrative. Yeah. Uh, first, we're going to talk about what we've been up to hobby-wise, but we're going to do that right after we hear from our, our, our next sponsor. Who is plug your name here for $25? Yeah, absolutely. Cowabunga, dude. Shredding these sweet waves with my board is super rad. But babes can't stand a thirsty bro brat. That's why I drink generic soda. Now with electrolytes. Chicks dig it. Generic soda causes heart disease, lung disease, pancreatic cancer, Alzheimer's, erectile dysfunction, and is the leading cause of thirst. Generic soda may dissolve solid surfaces if contact persists longer than three seconds. The Food and Drug Administration does not recognize generic soda as edible. Do not dispose of generic soda down drains or near animals. Very excitable. Stat rep, our status... Stat rep! Status report on what we've been doing in this, this wonderful hobby of ours uh, since we last recorded. Uh, Dick, as yes. the newest person at the table here... Uh, what have you been? What have you been doing in the wonderful wild world of Warhammer? Well, John, I've done absolutely nothing. You broke the goddamn alliteration chain. <laughs> oh, we were alliterating. Yes. Yeah. No Wait, one, no way one. to drop the ball. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> no. Let's see. I managed to get in one nice little narrative game against one of the fellows uh, out at MJ's local card and comic store. Awesome. I heard they possibly have some, some good stuff. I am not sure the details aren't finalized on whether I like that stuff or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how much they want to pay us depends on how good their stuff is. So, so what, what did you play? What kind of points level were we playing? Well, we put together about 800 points apiece. Nice. And we pulled out all the terrain, terrain we thought looked good. I wanted to play my demons and my renegades. 
he wanted to play his Death Watch. Originally, we were going to have the Death Watch come in, pop a Farseer, we'd have the demons come through and shoot things. It would have been awesome. But he forgot the Farseer at home. So he came up with a new scenario. Things were going pretty good for him. Spent most of the games just removing Renegades from the board. And we had set it up so once all my Renegades are dead, we summon in the big demon, cool stuff happens, right? Uh, turns out a Lord of Change can easily kill 800 points of Marines if he rolls well in Psychic Powers. Oh, what did you get? Uh, just, what is it? Bolt of Change and just eight, four Marines on one cast. Oh. And the best part about this is that we both had Psychers and his Deny the Witch rolls had been insane. Roll four dice, four successes. All right, think you can beat that, Rob? Easy, Joe. Woof. Four sixes, just plain as day on the table. Oh, wow. Psychic shrieks me, kills seven dudes. I think it's like super that. awesome for your narrative game. At 800 points, you take a Lord of Change. Oh, yeah, yeah no, that was the agreement. <laughs> Fluffy. Jeez. Fluffy. It's super yeah. weird that this gigantic, yeah. monstrous creature, which is a level four psychic, kills everything. Well, I asked hammer. him, it's like, should I, should I just bring in the arrow instead? He's like, no, no, I like a challenge, Joe. Well, well at least I like a challenge, yeah. It happens. It's over. Did you feel bad? I got a, I got a Bane oh, Blade no, later on. <laughs> Good. You could go up against the Bane Blade. And then you are planning a couple of events coming up in our, our local area as well. That That's that's stuff you've been doing Warhammer related. Yes, that it is, John. The big one coming up is a community cookout. Now, I don't know if any of you guys are, you know, especially our listeners over in Germany and the Czech Republic are going to be able to make it to this. Huh. But it's... A 2,000-point event. I'm putting together a bunch of goofy rules and scenarios, and we're going to have hamburgers. I mean, you can't really ask for more with Warhammer besides hamburgers and yelling at your opponent and getting belligerent over dice rolls. Oh, man. I heard Age, miniatures. Age of Sigmar-esque oh. is oh, what dude. I heard. <laughs> Just more Nurgle sort of conditioning. Right. right. You <laughs> weather them properly. <laughs> and if you eat something great, do you know? Uh-huh. And then you touch a model. It's like a varnish on it. It will protect oh, it from additional damage. Yeah. So it's like gloss coat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I that's you. why you always get a big thing of fries and uh-huh. half full of fries. Touch my miniatures. Touch even... my opponent's miniatures. Touch my dice. Touch everything. I didn't even think about that. That I'm sounds great. And gross the dice are going to be by the end of Oh, the yeah. Oh. Well, and I'm also making so sure... So you, you just you have to keep them in your mouth and just spit them out. <laughs> I'm also making sure that this wonderful little game store that we... Bolt the back door shut because we can't have that open. It's going to be a fire hazard somehow. Just, just <laughs> follow me on this, all right? Uh, okay. Um, right. But I feel like bolting the emergency escape is, is well, more It's of a, not an yeah, emergency. While you have a whole bunch of greasy <laughs> nerds in there, highly flammable. <laughs> yeah. Nerd, slow, nerd, nerd stench so is flammable. Yeah, well, that's true. That's why I'm also making sure we have coleslaw and baked beans. So if anything does catch on fire, you throw the coleslaw on it. Smother the fire. Basically, I want all of my players to die. Is what I, <laughs> I for one, am well. excited for the mixed smells of a, a full day Warhammer tournament in a in a smaller shop, uh, combined with fried meats and and barbecued things. I think is. <laughs> you know yes. what, John? It's going to be a new and exciting experience. I'm excited. I, I, I'm going to this one. Um, I actually have that day off. I know what? the running the running joke being that is for someone who really likes Warhammer. I've never played, so never. I, I'm I'm excited for this one. I'm making it to three tournaments this month. So wow. that's that, that's impressive. What else you got going on and there? That's Dave? it for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, that's I know that's it for that's me. Like Fifteen <laughs> games. Good. Call call good. 
What else you got going on, Dick? Any more tournaments you're running that you want to talk about? Maybe? Maybe. Well, you have well, a grimace. There's I, I, something you want to talk about. No. no, no Some, like, something you want to unleash. You want well, to whip uh, out. We have we have Dick. AK Battle Brothers coming AK up Battle here Brothers. at the end of the month. Yeah. And that is going to be a statewide event. Yep. Which We've got a lot of people coming down. Uh, I think there's people coming from Canada, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? From Whitehorse. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I think we've got awesome. someone from Yukon. Yeah. It's all over the place, but lots of people coming in. Multinational really tournament. good. <laughs> uh, it's the biggest event we've had for years in the state. We'll see how the turnout is. We're running a lot of other events there. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. We always get a bunch of really nice armies. We get some really cool people. Sort of like Cromlech is help sponsoring, oh, yeah. right? Cromlech like... is sponsoring it. We've got some stuff from Secret Weapons Miniatures. Uh, KR has donated some prizes. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's pretty. And there's nice. also a bunch of cool like open gaming that they're gonna do. So like board gaming, they're gonna have that. We're they're gonna, gonna have... have Kill Team the night before. Kill Team the night before. They're gonna have uh, a War Machine tournament. All right. Yes. Uh, X Wing's going to be there. Yeah, it's a whole like well. it's a whole just gaming mm-hmm. gaming uh-huh. like convention that was pretty fun i remember last year cool. like you know went to that it was not a yeah it, it was a lot to see and i think it was kind of unfortunate i think like you know being in the tournament i couldn't really like run around and take a look at yeah. any of that but i think that's um we kind of like walked around and like oh man those are yep there's stuff i and tried to make cool. sure we have more time to okay do cool yeah. stuff like that this year sweet the only reason i grimace yeah is because i've spent the past year trying to shit talk fairbanks in order to get them pumped up and ready to come down. Oh, and yeah. And it worked. And, yeah, it, it worked. <laughs> really They're worked. coming down in force. In but force. To now, take all these last people year that... I have been talking smack about yeah. will be here. And God help me if someone wins. <laughs> Your list, void shield generator, like seven cigars. This is this is garbage. Get that out of here, buddy. Oh. If that is on the top table, the shame I will experience. All you got to do uh-huh. is ban China cast. Uh, the tournament, and then that list goes by. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, buddy, was a nice void shield generator you got there? Well, oh. there's two well, ways I could check for that. One, the polite way is, oh, this resin's a little, uh, a little heavy. Like it's solid and made from low quality stuff. The other preferred method uh-huh. is I just take a chisel and hammer and just find <laughs> out if it's hollow or if it's solid. Because a lot of that China cast stuff is. Full on. Oh, they don't do the individual pieces? It's just no. like a big brick? No. Uh, okay, I'm going to let you fellows on a little secret here. Okay. I once got a Land Raider from somewhere in the uh, wonderful People's Republic of China. Okay. Actually, pretty nice. But the resin on the top part of the Land Raider was thin and prone to some snappage. And the sides, you know where you have a... So is this like, was this like a, a carbon copy of the plastic one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It came up all the bits, too. All right. But the science of it, where you would normally have the two different pieces, you mm-hmm. would glue together and then glue the treads around, yeah. that was all one, like, one-pound brick. Wow. Yeah. It was it was something. <laughs> I never actually used those sides because they're just so heavy and awkward uh-huh. to actually use. And, like, all resin had warped some. And you can yeah. unwarp resin, of course, but unwarping a pound of... Oh, oh, not as fun. Yeah. It will make a good terrain piece. I, I'm, one of, the, <laughs> I'm one of those sad people I'd rather pay the money for the plastic Land Raider yeah. than spend hours trying to re-warp or unwarp uh, a, Same here. Yeah. a I wish I would have made that call. Oh. Well, live and learn. Live and learn. Phil. Yes. What you been up to? I've been up to a lot. I've been, uh, I've been building and painting a whole bunch of miniatures. I've been... I've... 
built and magnetized three predators so that they can also run as rhinos when I'm not running as predators. The the fantastic text, 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 Yes, text, the text. fantastic uh, squadron of text, 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 text. <laughs> Which, if you look on the box of the predator box, <clears throat> that's the uh, French pronunciation of uh, Space Marine Predator. <laughs> that's it amazing. Text, text, yeah. text, 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 Truly text, the text. deadliest vehicle in all. Yeah, the, exactly. The text, 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 text. Which is know, the noise I think it makes when it moves forward is like text, 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 text. Exactly. It's kind of nice that like GW in one way have like there's, they slip in one area, but improve others. You know, like back in the day, I remember like constantly like buying like boxes and be like probably like maybe one in ten or so like had you know like they they got the wrong sprue in there. I remember like one time getting uh, I think it was like Chaos Warriors and they had it was a chariot in there and they're like, dude, not even anywhere near the right model. And then they just like send you the new one. But like I've noticed that they're pretty good anymore about like putting the right model, yeah, <laughs> the right amount of parts <laughs> in their stuff. But yeah, then like having that error, yeah. like, oh, phew. If you were perfect, I wouldn't play this game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I managed to, to build three of them and uh, magnetize them so that the the top, uh, the top gun, I can run both of those. Those are magnetized. I've got the side sponsons. The sponsons themselves magnetized. I couldn't figure yeah. out how to magnetize the 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 LAS gun and LAS cannon uh-huh. and, uh, and heavy bolter options. Yeah. But I'm probably going to run a LAS cannon anyway. But I've got the side sponsons magnetized so I can take them off yeah. and run it as a rhino. And I've got the side walls of the rhino magnetized. took a little bit of figuring out how to use some plastic card and some sprue to make them fit right but they fit awesome now so i'm pretty excited about that um so i've got those i uh right now they're they're in the process of being painted i also built and magnetized a razorback so it could be a rhino as well which is not as hard um actually didn't take any magnetizing at all just <laughs> not gluing <laughs> down pieces is what it took so uh that's also in the process of being painted i built and painted uh four uh grav cannon Devastator guys, so I can run them. Pretty brutal. I've run them a couple times, and they're really brutal. Uh-huh. Those cannons are ridiculous. Unless you're in an army with terrible or no saves, in which but case even, they're well, But even then, even if they have like the six-plus save, you're still throwing. If you have four of them, you're throwing 20 dice, hitting on threes, and then you're wounding on whatever their what, armor save is. What was is. the salvo on those? What, two, three? Three, five. Three, five. Three, five. Grav cannons are salvo three, five, and they come with... Uh, grav amps, so you're re-rolling to wounds. Oh, okay. So it's it's pretty brutal. To interject real quick, unless you haven't picked up from how excited Phil is about these graph cannons, the new DA book was pretty much like Christmas for him. Oh my god, yeah. it's such like Christmas. I went from having nothing that was anywhere near able to handle anything that was coming at me, and now I've got I've got the access to grav, I've got access to uh, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different things, so I'm really super excited about ballistic skill four scouts. <laughs> yep, ballistic skill four scouts, which now make those sniper scouts really good too. Sorry, they're hitting blood on, angels. You know, hitting on, hitting on yeah, the, the, the flesh terrors were put on the shelf. And many, yeah. many a tournament, I would look over at Phil, and he'd just be staring at the white scars bikers with Graf, just longing in his Long, eyes, longing. Now you can live the dream. Now I can live the dream. <laughs> I can live the dream. I can run, you know, grab on my bikers. I can run grab on my dev squads. Pretty, pretty beautiful. So yeah, so I built those four grab guys, painted them up. They came out pretty good. I was pretty excited about that. Painted up a librarian uh, with a with a force axe that came out really well. Went back and re refixed a bunch of my miniatures to make them, you know, look a little bit better. And uh, yeah, been building a lot. Built a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, Ravenwing Black Knights to put them together, and they're being built together. I built a 
land speeder and figured out how to magnetize the Typhoon missile launchers on the side, oh, which nice. is pretty interesting. It took a little bit of finagling. You had to make sure before you put it all together, you had to put a piece of sprue in the back uh, behind the opening where the side door kind of goes on so that there was a space for, there was a place for the magnets to be on. So I've got it magnetized that way, which is pretty cool. Um, also magnetized the underslung weapon on it, on the, on the land speeder. So it's, I've been doing a lot of modeling, a lot of modeling. Mm. Cause, okay. So <laughs> with the prices of models from GW, if I'm going to buy it and there's a way to make this model into more than just the one model I'm running, I'm definitely going to take the time. To like a Gundam model. Them. Yes, exactly. Like, it's a Rhino, now it's a Gundam model. Yeah. Yes, I'm trying to try to find out like how what I have to do to make it magnetized. Like a Voltron. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So like five text, 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 text together. Yes. <laughs> have you guys seen that battle wagon online that turns into an Optimus Prime? Yes! It's oh, amazing! Oh, God. So, Phil, magnetizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm just saying, you know, if, if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the effort of trying to figure out, even if I have to add extra bits of sprue to make the magnets line up right or cut off different pieces to make it fit in, you know, you just got to do what you got to do because I don't feel like having to spend double the money on two different models just so I can run two different options. So that's what I've been up to. A lot of that, Sweet. a lot of modeling. Sounds good. Ted. Ah, I thought we were going to go in a circle, but we're doing a tetrahedron. This is this is audio <laughs> audio only, so we are going in a circle. We were until I mentioned that we're not going in a circle. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been been on track with uh, I'm trying to get my my Battle Brothers uh, list put together. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember last year. I think I was going to do I, like last minute. I was like, oh my gosh, Sakarin and or uh, uh, Skatari and and I think uh, Mechanicus hadn't come out yet. Yeah, so was, was this Skatari? No, they had those. What out, was it? No. There was a Space Wolves dropped right around. No, that that's right. Okay, so it must have been another tournament that I was thinking of, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna do that. I'm gonna do. Um, damn it! What was it? I can't was remember. Anyway. What's that? Was it Tau? No, I, think, yeah, I was, I was going to do a Mechanicum. I think there was, there was a tournament right around Mechanicum that I was going to start like a brand new army with, and thankfully uh, I didn't. Because I think I remember you during when the team tournament was coming up, you were oh, like, yeah. I'm going to make a Tau army, and I'm like, well, I've had you a don't Tau have army. a Tau yeah, army for years. Yeah, but you don't have it painted. Well, yeah. And that was the thing. <laughs> would, like, you have it, but you didn't <laughs> right? have it painted. You're That's like, what it was. What I'm going to do is I'm just yeah. going to... Paint them all, and I'm going to make them all standing in right. swamps. And I'm yeah. like, what? And you're like, yeah, it's all going to have water effects on the bases. Uh, and I'm like, do you have any of that started? And you're like, no. And I'm like, it's like two weeks to the tournament. You're like, <laughs> I got this. And I'm like, uh, what? right. And, and I think that's about the same time that my uh, therapist gave me antipsychotics, yeah. and I dropped the idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, that was your plan, and then you decided to run with the other army the, that you already had painted. Right. So I <laughs> actually got it. That's what we ran with the guard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, so, yeah, I think, like, why not start another army and get it all painted up in two months? And uh, So, anyway, it, it, it's, it's getting there. We're starting to put things together. Um, but also, we're doing the Red Wah. And oh, remember last time I was, t- and actually the last three times maybe I was talking about like the Morkanot that would never die and it just like, pissed die. me off. It, the very end of the game, like uh, he, <laughs> I think at one point he almost tabled me, and then I brought in reserves, and then yeah, at the last minute he got like he won basically. We had like another turn to roll. Okay, so we're playing the. F- <laughs> this is great radio, isn't it? Um, we, Thank God it's a podcast. <laughs> we uh, so we're playing the fourth mission to Red Wall, where he has to take three knights and walk them off the the opposite side of the board. So he has to go through uh, orcs, and then we are playing three hundred uh, three thousand points. I had half of my list, so I had to put a thousand five hundred points in the middle, which was a Stampa 
and I think a, a unit of uh, mega knobs uh, with a mech in mega knob armor, um, and like some truck boys sitting there, and they were going to try and tie up the the knights while his uh, steel host IG comes in from behind. Um, my entire list was predicated on the deployment zones being opposite what they were. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to, like, walk this big mob on right where he's supposed to exit. Like, I had it all, like, you know, I had a, um, uh, what was it, a, a Mad Doc Grotznik who confers Feel No Pain, plus, like, everybody fearless. in 4 plus... Uh, Doesn't he do uh, fearless, fearless? I'm sorry, well? yeah. fearless and feel no pain. Plus, he has a, 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 cha, a, a power claw. Plus, I'll have a knob with a power claw. You know, like I'm going to give them an invulnerable save. It'll be amazing. And uh, but they ended up, and they're walking on the field. Like he's gonna, they're going to come out right in front of the knights and just stop them dead. They come out behind the knights and have to trudge their asses towards the knights, <laughs> all the while completely being ignored. And then I think he ends up. Um, he took a, a a rest with a vanquisher. And his um, uh, tank commander uh, put it right behind my Stompa, who was supposed, to, which I loaded up with mechs, kind of like what you were talking about doing. Plus, they had they were close enough to the um, the mech and mega armor to get the custom force field save. So he was pretty hardcore. Except my buddy kept uh, Kurt kept rolling. Um, he would roll a hit every single time with that. He would roll a pen, get a pen, and then he would roll a six for the uh, uh, chain reaction on the thing. So he was on average. Getting about three structure points per hit with the Vanquisher cannon, then following up with three Laz cannon shots that were getting about two more. And then he hits it with a knight, and like I wipe his knight, but then another one, the Lancer, he had a Lancer jump in there and just wiped it out. And like, oh fuck. Didn't have enough mechs in there then, I think. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to roll my mechs. It was, and yeah, I got like one turn to like roll my mechs, plus I had the Grot Riggers, so I got absolutely no hull points back. Oh, it was just a mess. So, um, so then towards the end, you know, like my my uh, the Morkanot shows up on the opposite side of the table where I didn't want him <laughs> with all the boys, and he's like trying to run after him and shoot him with his twenty four inch range rockets as they move twelve inches, and my Morkanot moves six. Um, so they got away, and uh, yeah, he's like, well. I don't know what to kill. I can go for your warlord, I guess, to get warlord points, because we have range with all these Lehman Russes that we have over here. <laughs> we have range all. And, uh, yeah, I think at the end, I was like, well, would you just please kill my Morkanot? I'm tired of bringing it to every <laughs> single game. That's 300 points that are just dead weight. So he's like, meh, all right. <laughs> dead. There you go. Thanks, Kurt. That's sad. It, it was, was very sad. It, it was. But no more Morkanot, so now I can take whatever I want next time. Yes. A good unit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, before, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, the, the premise of the, the Red Black campaign that, that Ted's running out of the Sanctus Reach book is that when his unit survives, he has to take it the next battle. Right. And, and he has been stuck with what can be the most useless unit in the Org Codex. Oh, I love my Morkanaut. It's a beautiful model. It's an amazing model. I have one right up there. Yeah. Kitted up as a Gorkanaut. But it's overcosted. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It doesn't do very much. Um,. It could be better, and you, you've had to take that, that poor every thing single every game. single game. <laughs> uh, if I was Kurt, I, I wouldn't have touched it. Uh, I know. No. Yeah, he was, he was being nice. So part of me wants to just, like, ignore that challenge. You know, just like, all right, Kurt. You know, you did this as a pity to me. Sorry, like, I, I may as well just take it. But on the other hand, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so that's. I think we're doing 2,000 points next time. That would be 15% of my army. 
worth it. Uh, five plus invulnerable from shooting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's the uh, that's 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 my progress. That's my hobby. Okay. Well, yeah. guys, I was I, I actually played a game, okay. which what? I know I know Girl? I know that's that's crazy. How badly uh, did you lose? <laughs> I'm not saying. Uh, we, Phil and I, we filmed a video battle report for his YouTube channel. Uh, Glacial Geek. Glacial Geek. Okay, get the plug-in, you know, for free. $25 nice time. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We, we filmed a Zul Mortalis thousand point game at the start of a campaign, a little uh, mini campaign we're going to be running, uh, for his Dark Angels boarding one of my Orc Kill Cruisers. Uh, came up with a, I think a real good little narrative. Yeah, Uh, it's fun. Uh, we, we revived Cecil, uh, which is, for, for the majority of you who don't know, I have an imperial bureaucrat. We called Cecil von Shatner, who took over an orc tribe. Uh, and his, his Gobbo, or I'm sorry, Grot, wrong game system, his Grot assistant, Spork, who were, who were captaining uh, Mork's Fist, a kill cruiser. So we did a boarding mission. We did the. Uh, so he's kind of like a Stein, right? Like. Yes, Commander Stein. Yes. He's, well, no, he's, he's Cecil von Shatner. Right, but and he's got Spork as his. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, there, there's Star Trek <laughs> jokes in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he spotted it's, them. They're it's really like subtle. Nerdception. There's I, nerd on nerd on oh, nerd levels oh, of what, what, Spork it's, instead of Spock. Oh, I was thinking like Yoda. No, no, no. small and green. What Spork? Yeah. What kind oh, of sporks gr- are you taking? He's referring to a grotto. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, uh, like, well, Spork okay. is, is the orc Spock. <laughs> so, which, which, thanks, Phil. Now I have to uh, paint up the red gobbo that I've been putting off doing forever. But uh, that's oh, good. You're welcome. I gotta have. So it was, it was an amazing game. It was a lot of fun. Lot we of fun. we did the uh, Void Strike mission out of Horus Heresy Three. Uh, they have a lot of really good Zul Mortalis uh, games in there. Um, he ran all his grasses count as death. That's Death Guard? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Counts as Death Guard. Uh, 30k Grots. Why not? Yeah. Uh, if we're going by fluff, 30k Orcs are, are terrible, terrible. They don't even have giant war machines yet. Um, but it, it was a really good game. Real close. Real close. Um, well, yeah. To, to a point, uh, it, it could have gone both ways. There was, there was a lot of, oh my god, lots of rolls I, I just wanted to cry uh, making. Um, but let me take a, a list I didn't usually take because something that's awesome about Phil's uh, YouTube channel is that everything has to be painted. Everything painted. Everything painted. And, and it works really well. It looks really beautiful. So yeah. I, I had to make a list with that in mind. And I actually, for that, that battle report, I painted up uh, two kilocans, two mega knobs. and uh, look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, and a couple other things as well to kind of get everything ready. So I, I ran with a uh, seven-man squad of flash kits which I don't usually run, but, again, love the models, look awesome. Had mm-hmm. them painted. They're very expensive points-wise, so they filled mm-hmm. up. But they look good. They look good. Uh, I ran two kilo cans, um, and we ran two units of boys, a unit of tank busters, and uh, a giant unit of mega knobs with a mega knob war boss with a lucky stick. Yep. Uh, which, <laughs> oh, classic. A real classic. Real classic. That lucky stick is... So undercosted. I, I, I took the lucky stick on the mega knob, or the uh, the uh, the big mech in the mega armor. It's disgusting. I didn't get to use it. Oh really? <laughs> he, he took a D weapon to the face. That yeah. was the end of that. Like I got a lucky. It, it, well, yeah, but Jonathan was playing Dark Angels, who have zero D weapons. <laughs> Thank Allah. <laughs> we, had, we just got grabbed. We're happy for what we were given. There was nothing more, fan, we were more fantastic than, than, than me putting the Mega Boss up front, and then Phil being like, okay, so that's six wounds, and I, I would fail three of them, and be like, yes! And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to re-roll all of those. Yeah, he's fine. Yep. 
But yeah, give I us a little. Think, I don't think you failed a single reroll when you did. The, I did uh, not fail a single, and I, I rerolled to hit. I rerolled to. I don't think I've seen anybody like lose their it's, guy to yeah, his well, well, no, no, it's not even like he failed to and then decided not to use it. Yeah. I mean, like he just didn't fail his reroll from mm. it. And, and the mob rule awesome. table uh, saved me a good couple of times. I rolled one, so they they just stayed and fought and didn't run away because. Nice. Uh, Assault Marines yeah, are real convenient. Assault, <laughs> assault Marines are the opaque dice or the yeah. solid dice? Because exactly. you got to watch out for the solid dice. Exactly. I <laughs> use his dice. Yeah. Request, that so. was that was my first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on top of playing my that dice game, hate me. So they were like anything to help him. <laughs> on top of playing that game, yeah. uh, your dice are the fallen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My dice are are. In Where are they? Fallen. They're right among us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the dice bag. Uh, I got some painting done. Uh, for getting my AK Battle Brothers list together, actually. So in the past couple of weeks, I've kind of been on a painting spree. Um, I got uh, ten grots uh, with a runter done. I got my war boss on a board done. I got my pain boy on a board done. I got my big mac on a board done. I did two big macs with shock attack guns, and I made a thirty thirty two column and thirty thirty two millimeter bases in the past two it weeks. Sounds well, like well, you're what's Borden. this about orcs on boards? Bordens. Orcs on boars, my boar boys. It's and I'll post some pictures now that you know we have uh, at the Mobcast on Twitter and our, our Facebook.com forward slash mob rule AK. <laughs> of course. Uh, I instead of having warbikers, I I and we've talked about I think we talked before about how I accidentally bought my gargantuan squigget. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I really gotta theme this around something. And so I decided <laughs> I, to I would actually love to have known you as a kid that's like, Oh, the stove is hot when it's red. Ow! <laughs> Oh, the stove is hot when it's red. Ow! Oh, that's, the stove uh, is still hot. Better when just it's theme red. something Ow. around being burnt all the time. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's impressingly accurate. That's, yeah. that's every orc player ever. <laughs> oh, look! They're not giving me the 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 money in American dollars. It's still in, I'm going to push this button. Oh, it's still not. So because I oh, still not. I'd spent some time trying to make imperial fists work. Uh, with my playstyle, uh, space marines aren't working right now. Uh, my playstyle is. Uh, pushing all of my models forward as fast as I can, and three up really yeah. isn't all that great. That, that's my that's my usual playstyle, so I've got to figure out how to change that playstyle. So after I'm I, not ready to take up orcs. After I accidentally <laughs> bought a gargantuan squigget, I'm like, well, well, I, I guess I'm going to do orcs again for a while. Yeah. Um, so I decided to convert a whole bunch of tank busters out of savage orcs, and I was like, well, I, I want bikers, but it doesn't really make sense that a tribe around a gargantuan squigget can have bikers. Mm-hmm. So I, I bought some uh, boar boys. Uh, and then made plastic card machine guns and glued them to the side. I think you missed out on a real opportunity here to give your squigget a hydraulic system. I like it like a low drop, like a low rider. Oh yeah, hit a button, just drops down to the ground. Oh. <laughs> I was going to. I was like thinking about like, man, I could put like a speaker inside it or something, or do something like super cool. And that's when I got it in the mail and realized it's a solid chunk of resin. Wow. <laughs> It's just a giant solid chunk. So that that's part of what I got, I got accomplished this week. I got to well, play. Well, you can take that like three hundred dollars squigith and just cut it in half, and then hollow the interior. Out a whole child of summer, three hundred dollars. It ended up being uh, three ninety five. <laughs> okay. So um, thanks for drove. They still have free shipping on it. <laughs> yeah, that's because amazing. I had to buy Imperial Fist Rhino doors to get it over two hundred fifty pounds. Because so, it's 240 pounds. So I added oh. some Rhino Doors on there for some free shipping. So, <laughs> so it's good. All so it's good. Uh, you know, we should just like fly over and pick these up next yeah, time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I also, what are you doing next month? Well, 
I'll tell you what I'm doing next month. I picked but up a warlord. I, I picked up uh, on eBay from a wonderful person in Australia the Imperial was it the Imperial Infantryman's Uplifting Primer, oh, yes. which is mm. a wonderful fluff book from Forge World. Uh, Forge World, not Forge. Forge, Forge, Forge World. World. That's it's the in Swedish. Florida. <laughs> that, that's the uh, Swedish equivalent. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's essentially kind of like uh, a first day orientation book for guardsmen about what to do in any situation. And I, I read it and I just, I fell in love with it. So I'm going to start a guard army now based on that. I'm just. <laughs> what are you doing with the chaos guys you got a few weeks ago? I'm pretty sure I'm going to sell start most Start a chaos. No. Okay. Well, how much are you looking for for them? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I can understand after you you know, after you <sighs> ran an orc army that you would want to try to use an army that doesn't have a thousand units. Or you oh, want to oh, run oh, away. Right. No, no. No, you decided to take the other horde army. The one that has a thousand units per unit. Per unit, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's, well, it's just, uh, Do you want to start like a like a Termagant army next? Like I just like all the Termagants idea. all the time? I think John bases his armies on what has the most Forge World support. Chaos <laughs> <laughs> so, well, has a good amount, but IG. Oh, yeah. Now, there you go. Now, free well, shipping every day. I just want <laughs> to accidentally order. Chimera's full of miserable, poorly trained guardsmen praying to the Emperor, and then when that back door opens up, they crap their pants. And that's uh, that's what I want my army to be. And that visual in my hard, that's gonna be hard to model. Oh no! <laughs> just put a little brown at the, the brown stuff. You get the, the fart gun from uh, minions. Yeah, you just put it in the marmadon. So uh, whenever <laughs> whenever you you guys. open the back hatch, have a fart sound attached to it. It's like totally. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, that that imagery for me, it's and I'm kind of like a strange person like that. That <laughs> for my, I think one of the reasons my imperial fist didn't take off like I wanted them to is I didn't have that real strong evocative fluff piece to kind of really inspire mm-hmm. me to get going on it. Like That's I, hard with Space Marines. They, like yeah. I did with the orcs. I mean, they have a ton of stories and all that, but also it just there was nothing that really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I got my Squiggith in the mail, that that reinvigorated my orcs big time. Like, oh my god, I got to run with this. And now all of a sudden I'm making Tanglusters and Warpoints. Uh, and this Imperial Primer is what's done that for me for guards. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. I need to, to represent this. So, so I remember, like, I think you posted on Facebook looking for, you know, like, what represents, like, yeah. that cowardice and so on. Um, I, I, you know, I was thinking about units later on. You know, they, at first, like, oh, my gosh, you can take all these great units. And then immediately, you're like, oh, wait, that's not what he's looking for. You want the not great units. Um, Sentinels? Sentinels? I would recommend lots of yeah. Sentinels. I mean, they're not bad, but I think that, like, you can model them in such a way. I mean, do you remember that one that I did with, like, there was a guy hanging out the back, oh, yeah. like, fixing his, yeah. like, the axle yeah. on his legs, you know, like... That gives you diorama potential, um, weapon teams, you know, guards hit like crap. So you may as well get a whole bunch of las cannons. So what I'm planning to do modeling-wise is I'm going to have a, a lot of tanks in the backfield, your basilisks, your manicores, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> like commissars. And these are all going to be beautifully painted, very, like, not battle damage. Maybe an Inquisitor back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just a whole bunch of grunts moving forward. And their tanks are going to be crappy and chipped and, like, all this kind of, like, you're the 15th squad to use this tank this week. Mm. Uh, but, like, so everything on the backfield is pristine and beautiful and it's literally Operation Human Shield being sent forward. So you got to leave the top hatches open so you can – and then model detailed interiors. This will give you something to do for the next 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just make sure that there's a lot of bloodstains inside, not outside. What's super <laughs> depressing for me is so, like, looking over some of the, the Guard Codex stuff is the – now, this tank is 65 points. I was like, oh my god, I can feel like 30 of these. And I'm like, it's $70 a model. And I'm oh, like, oh. Yeah. But 
Yeah. When I started my garden army, I remember like looking at it and be like, "Man, I got a fuck ton of models. This is gonna be amazing!" And then I sat there and like, you know, tanks upon tanks. I probably had like two of those boxes. You know, the uh, when they first did the um, apocalypse and they had, I think, the companies yes. of, of tanks. So I got a couple of those that I traded and like a whole bunch of guys. And you know, I probably had I easily had over a hundred models. And like when I did the tally, it was like. 1200 points or something it was ridiculous <laughs> like really you had to buy more <laughs> like, <laughs> i had a six thousand point space marine army that had a smaller model count <laughs> so i really yeah. like that idea for your guard yeah mm-hmm. i mean it it really it, it brings together a couple different ideas with guard not only on the tabletop but fluff wise but i also really like the idea of a poorly trained conscript continually mm. just living in terror mm-hmm. K- Kamsak? Our our Chimera does not have an engine. Never <laughs> protect, son. Because they're pushing it forward. I, I, yeah. I really want to model them like uh, like uh, Stalingrad style as well, where one of the guardsmen in the squad has a las gun, and then another guardsman beside him has a clip, <laughs> and, and just so like like just I don't know. I think I'm gonna get pretty crazy with that. Like I think by the time I get my my Battle Brothers force done, I'm gonna have a, a pretty solid orc core, so I'll have an army I can play with for a while, and I just. Uh, model the heck out of these miserable little runs who I'm going to have murdered. I'm going to nerd out on this for a moment. Okay. But considering where you're going with this theme, have you considered, say, a blocking detachment? What? So, like conscripts? Well, no. Okay. Or so Ogre? a blocking detachment, historically, it's been used by a bunch of different armies, uh, notably the Soviet Union, and it's a collection of soldiers, either drawn <clears throat> from the regular army or the secret police, that sit on the back line, and their entire job is to keep the front line from running away. Yes. Yes. So I'm thinking for that, you could both take the really pretty tanks and artillery sitting in the backfield and the beat-up grunts, but you could have the fanciest mothers around, just standing around in parade order behind everybody running forward. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, no, we're, we're guarding the artillery. You guys, you guys got this. You go assault the I think I'm going to uh, be mm-hmm. modeling a void shield generator for that back line with that dignitaries around it <laughs> and kind of just like people eating grapes and just peering at it and like, you know, pointing at things in the battlefield. But yeah, the, the, the whole idea is like, Oh no no! These are these are what does the work. Uh, you guys just run forward. Can can you model the uh, void shield generator as like a French cafeteria or cafe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying it's going to be like a bastion or, or a void shield. Void shield will be better game wise, but it'll be some kind of like fancy command post that people are like send in the second wave. And then yeah, so I'm very somebody excited. behind them in an easy chair rubbing their back. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out a way to model a uh, lazy boy now. <laughs> all, right, all right, so I think that's pretty good. We got a heck of a lot done between us. This week, guys, good job. Uh, yeah. Give yourself a quiet round of applause because we don't want to kill Tad's ears. Twelve thousand years ago, man discovered mammal boob, and ever since then, we have been sucking mammal milk. Now, in a new, seductive, udder-shaped plastic jug, milk can be brought with you wherever your travels lead you. Whether the boardroom, the dinner table, or the mountaintop, you can guzzle as much of that yummy, white, sebaceous cream your heart desires. Milk has wonderful attributes, like colostrum, a chemical found in the mother's milk immediately after she gives birth to her young calf. Now you could take advantage of the disease-curing effects of colostrum in your body. Treat your mouth to the wonderful mother's nectar of milk. Take it with you on your next adventure. 
Everybody well, got their farts out? Yeah. Well, I certainly hope that you know there was a wonderful commercial just before us. <laughs> Someone uh, who may have actually made. So, so, so maybe, you know, no, fingers crossed. Um, I, I'd just like to point out that, you know, it doesn't have to be like a, a for-profit entity. It could yes, be yes, it does. your mother's birthday and you just really oh, want to yeah. shout out to your mom. Yeah. Like, hey, mom, we got this birthday invite on this nerd podcast for that game you always play. Hey, this is Worst. Dick from Mob Rolls. Happy birthday, mom. I'll be seeing you later. Dick Wait, likes y- you. your own mom. This what? is yeah. <laughs> this is, <laughs> if you're into that thing, yeah, I mean, hey, twenty five dollars. He'll yes, worst birthday present ever. <laughs> <laughs> Get her a sweater next time. <laughs> like us on our Facebook page. Please let us know if you want us to uh, have to send your mom a dick. <laughs> uh, please, my mom did. She's in the hospital now. Cover the the airfare uh, for for our international listeners here. I'm an excellent cook. <laughs> that's uh facebook.com for slash mob rule ak or at the mobcast on twitter for my shameless plugging that is continually going on this episode that, <laughs> I, that, that i will not apologize for youtube.com forward slash glacial geek hey yeah <laughs> amen my gosh wow. you're reduced yes. to a url <laughs> yeah facebook.com slash he's okay with that geek? because he's getting that sweet youtube <sighs> ad money not yet. I haven't monetized it yet. <laughs> That's sweet YouTube ad money. All right, guys. Soon. So we're going to move on to what we are going to call until we think of something better. Craft Complex, which is the new name for our uh, name and shame of when we say what we're going to do the previous episode. and then it's given us a complex. We perform, <laughs> we perform those tasks, hopefully. Last time, as you remember, we all failed. Uh, except for Ted. Yeah. No, I whoa, failed whoa, too. No, I no, failed really? Too. No, you all yeah, failed. No, no, failed. Ted says he failed. I failed. No, you, no, you didn't. I, I said I had to complete three, uh, two and a half nights. And you did. I didn't complete oh two and a half nights. I had one that was still missing his shin guards, his cock plate, and whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> like an arm plate. Cock plate, now <laughs> going to be the episode name. <laughs> incomplete cock plate. Incomplete. incomplete cock I'm going to write that down. It's a good I'm point. still working on it. It's. How would how would Lord Humongous look without his cockplate? He I'm just want to be the same character. Oh I'm my just gosh. saying. Less swole. I learned a word today. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is like Pee Wee's Playhouse. So now we're going to TJL. Today, Jonathan learned <laughs> what swole means. <laughs> so well, if there was any American. doubt that Jonathan wasn't a bro, he didn't know what swole meant. So, so swole. I got like a gym membership. I go like once a week. There we go. <sighs> so there we good. Go. <laughs> you're finally learning how to... Well, if you wow. want to go to a gym, you're going to have to learn what swole means. No, <laughs> uh, pretty much. It's like Unless the, you go to Planet Fitness. Then no, it's... <laughs> no. I, I go to a more expensive gym that I get in trouble for going to. I, I may or may not have had a membership there. Yeah. I, 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 true, I still true story. I haven't been there in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I had a membership for Planet Fitness for three years, which I didn't go for two and a half of those years. <laughs> I just didn't go in and cancel it because I couldn't be bothered. Ten dollars a month. I mean, yeah, yeah, I realized like shit, it's only ten dollars a month. I, I just mooched eternally off my buddy Chris's oh, nice. friend pass, and that was, oh. that was yeah. a pretty good deal wow. because Jim for zero dollars, folks. I mean, get in on this. We <laughs> are plugging the crap out of Planet Fitness. We need to stop. But this. I know, and I was like, for ten dollars a month, you could sponsor your favorite new podcast, and that's ridiculous. Right. Well, you know, non-corporate entities can sponsor uh, your favorite podcast. At, you know. well, what happens? We if, have no idea what we're charging uh, for. What that. happens if Planet Fitness doesn't like us mentioning that? Them. Dear Mob Rules, 
Please stop talking about us in the same sentence as cockplates. Well, Sincerely, PlanetFit. Well, I mean, we've already, we've already been sued by Big Milk. So. I, I think, look yeah, at us all. Last episode. If, if you look at us all, you can assume us talking about the gym is some form of parody, which is covered by some kind of uh, creative license, I believe. Yeah, that's it's right. actually spelled guys, J-I-M. It's, it's a bar. Guys, as, <laughs> it's a guy. Hear yeah, me out. It's guys guy. as jacked and as fit as us, we don't need to go to a gym. That's totally what oh. is parody. Oh. Yeah, except Jonathan posted a picture of us on the Facebook yeah. page. So. Uh, who's who? And Jonathan is half the man he used you to know, be. And I, I didn't tag anyone, so who's who? Well, right. That's all guess. Yeah. That'll be pretty okay. fun. So I'm the muscular oh. one. Craft Complex. <laughs> who Craft. was out of the room at the time when the four of us, four, the four people in the picture? Wow. The mystery fifth member, yeah. Balls. I'm just saying. <laughs> Craft Complex. Dick. Now, in our fabled, amazing, lost episode... The best episode we've the ever done. The best episode that will ever happen. Yeah. The one that would it's make all downhill from our there. dozens of scri- subscribers turn into some more than dozen subscribers. Three dozen? Four dozen even? No, no, that's not that's yeah, 1.16. 1.16 dozen. 3.14, Pi Day. 3.14 dozen. But that's in March. That's still the, three the dozen. Episode. That's actually when we expect to have 3.14 oh, dozen. Yeah. 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 Eventually in March. In March sometime. <laughs> oh, we're, on, we're on track. Go back uh, putting effort into art. <laughs> Dick, you, you said you were going to, and and we can only confirm this, that, that you would uh, pin up your uh, 10,000 uh, uh, units. Yeah, you're supposed to have an army. Yeah, right our documentation said that you said you would paint 10,000 units. And we said, we said, that seems excessive. And that by, seems really excessive. And, and we talked him down to 5,000. Yeah, 5,000. This is we true. We cut it in half. By, by 10,000 units, oh. yeah, they mean uh, 10 renegade guardsmen. Uh, so, so <laughs> how, Jonathan, how, how did you uh, how did you do with that there? This is the serious part of the show, guys. Come on. No, look. Come on. Don't give them crap when they're telling the truth. They made me do 5,000 models. I you got... just lost 4,990 of them. Yeah. Half a... Ted's mom's house and half of Phil's mom's house. Oh, oh. brick! Oh. <laughs> uh, but no, I got ten of them done. Uh, significantly more than ten, actually. I got kind of in a groove on them. And when you're painting a horde of guys and you're assembly lining five at a time, it's pretty much the only. Dick way Dick loves when an assembly of guys just come right at him. <laughs> and he just gets to slap them all in the face. Let's see: green on the cloth, blue on the cloth. Gray on the dick plate. I got, Finish. I gotta say, and again, dick plate, new episode name. That, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, so real quick though, um, I, you brought the models, right? Yes. And at some well, before this is over with, let's put them on the Facebook. Yeah, okay, we're gonna put them on the Facebook. Absolutely. Now, so, oh, hold on. Did did I agree to base them as well? Because that's important. Uh, oh, we, we didn't base. Oh, thank God. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you were in here for you, you need to base. basing episode. We did a whole section on basing and the importance of basing and pulling everything together. Well, I see some rants. Dressing sitting in the green room, <laughs> and uh, I know there's sand outside. So give me five minutes. Wait, I'll get this covered, boys. Wait, wait, wait. The podcast already started. Yeah, <laughs> I think we need to work on our, our laws here. Our, <laughs> otherwise, our, like John's gonna be yeah. sitting at the table, like, table painting, and be like, hey, "Guys, just talk about something. Make make a dick joke." Yeah. <laughs> our craft complex agreement form. Yeah. <laughs> the only or entail that you (laughs) I don't know I think it just cut my arm off the only problem I had with painting these guys is not the painting but actually playing with them afterwards is that for some reason and this is a mystery to me honestly but they seem to have a problem where their right arm falls off just the right arm it just falls off and the other one's just holding the gun (laughs) showing out but the right arm the arm that's ready to grasp something firmly 
<laughs> firmly, manly. It just keeps falling to the ground. Must be all that heresy. Wow. Oh, God, there, there. That's the only heresy. reason. They're yeah. pretty old school. I mean, these guys yeah. are pretty old school. I know for me, you know, it's the other way around because the right hand is the mouse hand. But anyway. what, what I think oh. it is. is <laughs> Just take a second. <laughs> if only this was a video yes. podcast for the look of disgust on Bill's face. <laughs> what, what I think it is. It is, was around for eye devices by that point. I didn't. I didn't take careful care when painting them. Uh-huh. So a lot of the places I ended up gluing the arms to them, I painted over. So I have a sneaking suspicion that the glue I'm using, combined with the fact that I'm gluing two painted pieces together. Oh, yeah. That's probably what causes it. Yeah. Um, I think anytime what, I, what, I do, like, previously painted... What glue painted. slash paint are you using? GW stuff and then... Uh, well, I, say, I, have I have that exact same problem. When yeah, I, when I take two painted pieces, because the, it's you're not doing a molecular, molecular bond, you're doing a very, very basic... Uh, paint to paint mechanical bond, bond uh, with paint. Oh, oh, and oh. So, yeah, oh, you, gotta, you painted you, before you assembled? Right. Yes. So you got to scrape off That's the... Make, yeah, you have to make contact edges. Well, yeah. see, I used to assemble and then paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after a bunch of really awful-looking models, I decided to paint these guys. And now they still look awful. Okay. But I learned something the hard way, which is when your guys come in one pose and it's holding a oh. gun firmly against their chest, that is the most painful thing Dude. imaginable to paint. You get the backside of the gun, you screw up the chest plate. You touch up the chest plate, you screw up the gun. It's just like that for every last one I have one no of them. idea what that's in, like unless as you're a doing, Dark Angels player. It, unless, you're, <laughs> unless you're doing tanks. Like, I swear, like if, if you can't paint it, you can't see it. And I think, like, I mean, screw it. Like, you know, there's a couple instances when you might need to, like, paint in, in pieces, but no, nah, man. Like, the problem <laughs> is, when, like a rhino when I screw up, interior, sure. you'll see it. It's not okay. like, oh, there's a speck of gray right there yeah. on the armor. It's like, whoops, brush lift. I guess he's half gray <laughs> robot man heretic now. You know you can paint over paint, right? It's like one coat oh, uh, isn't the only uh, thing you're allowed. Unless you're I painting don't believe with... in the heresy of thinning your paints. Oh, I don't oh. do that either, but How, I just uh, go back and you can just repaint it. So what That's he means what by the paint, the heresy of thin paint, he means dipping in tempura. <laughs> and then beer, well, no, you beer batter, then dip in tempura, <laughs> then fry. Fuck you, detail. Fuck you. I have to Delicious. say, going back to what you were saying earlier about, oh. about lime painting, yes. it really does help kind of speed stuff along. I know as an orc player, the only way I'm able to do my boys is in batches of five. And I'm kind of preset of doing like green, 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 mm-hmm. green, green, blue, blue, blue. And it, it speeds up the whole process. Yeah. And it's a hell of a lot yeah, less depressing than, than finishing one game. Like, okay, 30 to go. But, right. there, but there is a limit to doing that. If you hit a certain number, like I was doing, uh, I was doing my, uh, my death wing. And at one point, I tried to do 15 Terminators at a go, Ooh. and I was doing along the line. I wanted to rip my fucking oh, eyes out. Yeah, because I, I, I wanted to kill myself with that many. It's like five, that's golden. Even up to 10, you can do. But once you go beyond 10, by the time you're on that 15th guy, you're like, I hate this color. I hate this brush. I hate this life. I hate it all. I'm melting <laughs> these down and selling it for scrap. And it's just awful. Yeah. The big thing I like about the batch painting is is actually the psychological thing because if you paint one guy and you set him down you look at him at arm's length it's like this is good but i see x y and z that i need to touch up mm-hmm. you'll pick him up you'll be working at him for another hour just getting all the small stuff you missed you do five guys like that set them down it's like smudge 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 but i'm sick of you assholes so <laughs> your tabletop ready <laughs> fair enough oh man so yeah challenge completed good job Good job. With the uh, wait, wait, that he didn't does this mean, since you guys all failed last week, 
I technically have a, a flawless record. Flawless? No. No. Well, no, yes, record because yeah. you decided not to show up. Right. Yeah, actually, you're you were you're actually some of behind. us are uh, gainfully employed, as in all of us. Same but here. my job's more important. <laughs> well, the thing is, is your challenge was due four weeks ago. Yeah. It's true. So a good it was job. done four weeks ago. Yeah. You didn't come in here and testify. Yeah. 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 We have no Just look at the other like two thousand five hundred models at your mom's house. I, I want you, I want you to go to your math professor and tell him that no, I had my homework done two years ago. I just didn't have it with me. So I'd like to submit it now, please. I tried that. Did it work? No. <laughs> okay, well, then here you go. <laughs> then it doesn't work here either. So, uh, good Mob job. Rules is also known yeah. as your professor. Yeah. Good <laughs> job. Mob Ruling <laughs> Math <laughs> Professor. Good like job, Dick. No, good job, Dick. Podcast. I have to say, uh, late, but still good job. Well, it's, it's good to see painted models. doesn't count because it's super late. You're a bunch of chumps. Good job, dude. As an aside, you, that's, you that's had a, good a moral point. victory. That's a good point. Not an official victory, but a moral victory. I, I uh, want to go generous. ahead and lay this on the line right now because it's fresh on my mind. Oh, my God. If any of us fell the painting challenge by the next time we meet, I want us to come in here looking like my old math professor. You know how that man looked? No. Like Magnum P.I., shirt, Hawaiian, unbuttoned down to the fourth button, What's hair wrong just with that? flowing. That's, that's how I well, dress actually, for weekends. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen my profile picture? <laughs> okay. I just, I just want an excuse Done. for us to wear Hawaiian shirts. Okay? Right. Can we do that, guys? Can we, well, can we do that for fun? Do time, we need an excuse? Last time, because we all failed, our punishment was recording in a really overly warm room without a fan. And today we're repeating that punishment. Yeah, so, recording in a yeah. really I, without I, a fan. Jonathan and I are... With the addition of dick. Oh, I see. So this is collective punishment. Yes. Thanks a lot, so, Lennon. <laughs> it's Commissar. All right, well, let's Thank figure you out... Thank very much. That's Commissar Jonathan over there. Phil. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, Phil. Phil. All right. Phil, you made a lot of progress. You did a heck of a lot of assembly. You made lots of predators. Yeah. You magnetized a whole bunch of stuff. I you built said and you were... assembled four tanks... I've oh painted probably a half dozen different... And all different you had units. to do was an attack bike, so I can't wait to see how it turned out. <laughs> um, it's not painted. But it is built, so... <laughs> it is built, and not only did I build it, but I actually made a tutorial on how to... Not uh, paint it completely? Have, no, how to have the uh, the weapon options on the attack bike. Wait a second, let me just go through my notes here, the, you know, the mob rules bylaws... Yeah. Uh, no, nothing about there about making a stupid YouTube video uh, yeah. uh, instead of painting. Wow. That is a stupid but YouTube actually, video up on the Glacial Geek. The Glacial Geek, <laughs> yes. You can see, you all the stupid you can see how far I went on there. But, uh, at uh, the glacial, in all honesty, glacial geek, it was a very, very good video. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, yeah, yeah. Stupid just because it's in the bylaw page. But, <laughs> it's just officially stupid. <laughs> As defined yeah, by our attorneys. Just officially stupid, not, 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 not actually. So, so we're halfway there. Halfway there. I actually got it assembled, which is better than I got last time, which is nothing. <laughs> so Still I painted involved. a whole bunch of other models again, but at least this time I built it. Oh, and I made a video, so it's like, I feel like it's like three quarters, three quarters completed on the uh, on the oh, commitment. Because okay. I, I so, not only assembled it, I also made a video to teach others how to have the weapons be interchangeable. So if, without magnets. If, without if, magnets. So what was it? The uh, if, if Columbia I, actually almost got into orbit, but it only made it about three quarters of the way there. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Before the spaceship exploded. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that, that might be the line. Well, well, hold on, hold on. What? Three quarters? I don't think he got three quarters done. I think he only got three fifths. Oh, God. <laughs> really? We bring that so, back? I just want to ask, though, if I, if I paint my, my unit of boys, 
Um, if but, <laughs> but I don't make a video of how I did it. Does yes. that mean they're only 75% done? Yes. Okay. Well, what, I like, what I like is... That's you, how it works. You it, can look I, at hold it. Hold on, hold on. I need to, I need to, I need to look through the, uh, the bylaws again. I have to look through the, uh, the bylaws well, here. He's not actually oh, reading. Oh, there it is. There it is. There You're it is. Just right shuffling there. It paper. Says, yes. Yes, that's, that's the way it is. See, that's, well, that's, that's my notebook. I don't know what to say without my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's the source of his powers. Oh, that's where my, like my organizational power comes yeah. to. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> that's where your commissarial... So be oh, sure do check out that uh, that that attack bike on Glacial Geek on YouTube. It, yeah. it, it's a real nice, simple way of kind of switching out weapons on that. Uh, hopefully, sometime we'll see we'll see paint on that. <laughs> Maybe Who knows? you can see a painted so one in there. I'm just gonna just write that one down. Hold on, isn't isn't an attack bike Ravenwing? So so uh, I got to write and, this down. And wouldn't that be plagiarism here? if you used a bike that was painted by someone? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just a, there is a painted bike in there. It's not the one that I painted. I, was saying, I painted no, it Ravenwing, previously. Ravenwing Ravenwing is just black. Oh, no, no, Phil's. No, my bikes are, my oh, bikes are God. Oh, yeah. Someone didn't listen to episode two. Yeah, someone didn't listen to <laughs> episode two. So, I was going to make some notes here. <laughs> so, yeah, I was uh, Make a note that snapping. not only did he not complete his 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 uh, his project weeks ago like he was supposed to, he also Four didn't listen wow. to our... Uh, no research. To our uh, other podcast. Uh, I, I listened. I just did not listen to Phil. And then, <laughs> then for Phil, we're going to write down here, Phil. 75% again. complete. 70 Seventy-five percent. Got distracted by a Seventy-five percent complete. Which is a solid that's, D. That's a solid 70. D. I will take it. D's get the greens. <laughs> Not really. It's C's. D's. We D's can't get have another greens. solid D at this table. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Speaking of solid D's, in a terrible segue. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ted, that's last small. time you said you were going to. <laughs> we're not going to stick to the circle. This is no. this. According to our listeners, this is a circle. So he, we're ruining it. Yes, he's the commissar. He can do whatever he wants. God, he's like rigging, redefining objects. If you oh, want to catch up, is a fruit. If you want to complain about the way I run this what? podcast, oh, like in the eighties, Reagan ter- uh, made ketchup considered to be a fruit or a vegetable. So have to explain it. Mob rules. Now with history, you probably don't care about. <laughs> no, we've always had stuff you don't care about. Now it's just historical history. references from the eighties. Yeah. If you guys want to complain about the way I run this show, then please share, like, and subscribe. Facebook.com forward slash Mob Rule AK. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Facebook.com. Hold on. Hold on. Forward slash Mob Rule AK. If someone stopped by going over my plug. Or go to Twitter. Let us know on Twitter how awful I am at at the Mobcast. Or go ahead and use the, the hashtag the worst. Okay. Hold on. So Wait, are we trying to claim the worst is our hashtag? <laughs> no, no, that's just for me. We're going to piggyback on some people. Say, that, uh, yeah. So with post that image page. that was hashtag posted what? earlier, so if you guys could just do me a favor and put Gorbachev's head on John's No, shoulders, we're not. That would just make me feel so much better about myself. We need to drop our Soviet references All right, so like 40%. I think we need to increase We're it. at like a 12 on the Soviet references. No, we, we need to, to bring it down to like maybe a, a solid yeah, maybe a three. You get one an episode, Dick. You get one Soviet you reference know that's an not episode. Acceptable. And we're going to do a guard episode, so you better bring your own. You're going to have that one yeah. reference that you better be saving up for. Yeah, yeah, and it better be a good one. So, oh, okay, when I was complaining... I don't know why you guys are Russian, me. Oh, <laughs> 
Not only was that a bad pun, that was also a, re- a Soviet reference. Turn off his mic. Seriously, Damn it. that's it. Out. Okay. And right. we're canceled. Wait, wait, okay. So, what were you, was Jonathan is the worst leader ever? Was that what I was supposed to complain about? Uh, yeah. Hashtag the worst. Hashtag, okay. That's on Twitter, worst. Hashtag the worst. Hashtag swole. There's a separate way of complaining. <laughs> hashtag swole, because no one else is taking that one. Please. <laughs> hashtag TJL. Trade. Get off, Ted, get off Facebook. <laughs> social media is important. He's, he's getting no, us no. out there in the world. I, I'm, I'm, well, speaking of uh, social media, do we have any social media? I, I did oh, notice. No, s- I think s- at the Mobcast is our Twitter. I, I would also like oh, to point okay. out that um, Phil, yes. you you liked the Mob Rules uh, podcast. I liked the Mob Rules podcast. Yeah. Joe, I think you did too, right? No, you didn't. <laughs> you know, you know who didn't like it? <laughs> did I don't did like it. Jonathan. <laughs> has, oh. <laughs> Oh, Jonathan! The guy Poor who put Shane. that shit together. <laughs> In my defense, I spent this week setting up Facebooks and Twitters. I didn't think I had to like my own page. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was that? All I heard was blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, I heard blah, nothing blah. but excuses. And it I have to go to a... As rotten. an admin on that page, I have to go to a subsection for the like button. That's a very poor excuse. Yeah. I yeah, mean... Yeah, shut up, yeah. Awful. That's a terrible That's excuse. really terrible. <laughs> Just imagine yeah. you're like a 60-year-old grandpa and like your own post. <laughs> I just did. Today I learned what slow is. Posted by John. John liked this post. Oh, yeah, sorry, guys, sorry, I really sorry. liked learning what slow blo- was today. I'm blown out Ted's ears here. <laughs> sorry. Too much laughing. Uh, you're going to make me edit. Lean away from the mic. I'm lean sorry, away from the mic when you that. laugh. So, Ted, now that you've done complaining about me on Facebook... Can, can you hear us left? Um, well, I'm not... Com- I mean, okay, I complained. You're, you're, you're I probably actually did it as the official representative. <laughs> Mobcast is complaining about you, uh, Mobcast. Yeah. You're in a painted unit of scouts and put together a unit of iron hands. All now, right. those are two challenges you put yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Well, how'd it go? Uh, 2.30 in the morning, I did it. <laughs> This morning? This morning at 2.30, I was putting on the last of the grass. You know, that's a time-honored tradition of getting ready for tournaments. What kind of... What? What? So last week, because they weren't, like, you didn't complete the cock plate, suddenly you failed in this. So then you stayed up till 2.30 in the morning to put grass on the base of this to... I gotta interrupt. I gotta interrupt. Hashtag cock plate. Wait, wait, gentlemen, gentlemen, point of order. We do not want to be, I'm sure... (laughs) Point I'm of, almost positive we do not want to be associated with that. Are we, are we dick plate or are we cock plate? We're cock plate. <laughs> cock plate. Right. Remember Just to, want to be right. clear on this. So yeah. I was, okay, so the reason... <laughs> I was actually... I might not have met it, met the challenge. However, I was up like all night, like probably Jonathan, watching our uh, Libsyn... Uh, oh, God, it was crazy. Like every few minutes, <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, somebody is doing it in yeah. podcast. Because oh, we finally God. released everything yesterday. T- Ted and I were talking about this, this off mic earlier, but we both stayed up to like 2, 2.30 <laughs> in the morning refreshing this page constantly. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, some guys in Australia are listening. It was like, some dude in Sweden listened. Oh my God. And I'm like... And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm so thankful I paid the extra for analytics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was South amazing. Korea? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, every, well, we, we might have Korea. actually slept oh, if you hadn't have paid yeah. the analytics. Yeah, Look, a cow. fan's a fan. If uh, if John unlike the podcast, actually, yeah. we uh, we love all of our fans from across the world. The reaction has been amazing and completely unexpected. We expected. Uh, I think 12 people that we know locally to listen to. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder, like, I mean, because I think we, we posted them and we had no links in, anywhere. It was basically like we just stuck them on our server 
And within an hour, I think we had like seven uh, listens, like downloads, right? Yeah. And, you know, it was like, it was Germany, Madrid, um, and what was the other? London. The UK, right? And then uh, a few in Known the Known hotspots for Damar Rules. California. But what I'm, I'm almost wondering if, like, maybe in our description we didn't accidentally come up with, like, accidentally put in, like, code words that only the European Taliban knew about, and they were hoping <laughs> that those were directives. I want to thank <laughs> we like, oh, oh, damn it. I think Jonathan did describe our podcast as the official Martha Stewart podcast, which I think is why oh, we got the all European those Actually, uh, Dick came up with our uh, tagline for the podcast, which was Marvelous, uh, which is now officially in Marvelous? Is yeah, it weird, it's, weird it's tagline? Mar- Marvelous? Oh, oh God, what did I choose? You chose, and I have to look it up because I, I need to read it properly because it deserves that much hashtag that much Marvelous. respect. Uh, hashtag cockfight. Hashtag swole cockfight. We do not need that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is a definitional <laughs> Guys, we need the you to. We need you the to go to. is really realistic. <laughs> go to Twitter. Go to Facebook. Uh, I want to know, how did you guys find the show? Um, oh, yeah. Yes. Hashtags full cockplate. Uh, we got to pay find more out? for better analytics. We'll, we'll make Jonathan read all of the hashtags full cockplate. I, I will personally read. You actually put in there. He will personally read every single post on Twitter with the hashtag full cockplate. I, I will read find it all of our fans that have said anything. Wow, I can't so, wait to see your eyes our, after you go through that. Our, I mean, you're going to have to look I've in the garbage can because you'll have ripped them out. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen things that no man on earth should ever see. I will personally read them out. So guys, our show description, uh, as, as per our podcast right now, okay. is, is part of what I wrote, and then the first part is, is what uh, Dick there wrote. is magical girls discussing wargaming miniatures, uh, brackets, girls are actually men. Ah, yes. Very accurate. Followed by... So that's exactly what, uh, why we have all these people down in our podcast. <laughs> join Dick. <laughs> then we added in the... Uh, join wow, Dick. the people John. in Madrid were disappointed. Super <laughs> <laughs> just say their moon? They didn't Watch, know this, the this, uh, The next one man. that goes up there is going to be downloaded by nobody outside of, <laughs> <laughs> outside of Alaska. That, that's the dream. Like, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. So we got to change our well, description the one, every once I guess there's the, the one guy in Florida that did say that he, he enjoyed... Which, that, thank you. He actually, he actually said it. What's his name? Thank you, man. Where that that was on our Facebook page. Yeah. Thank you for like, remember to share, like, and subscribe. Yeah, share, like, and subscribe, and maybe we'll give you a shout-out. Who knows? Right. Probably will. At We're this point, pretty desperate. It, at this point, since there was, like, there was, like who the needs one to, guy. <laughs> who needs to pay for sponsorship when all you have yeah. to do is put a comment as our, on Facebook? As our, exactly, as our By, first fan. Well, thank you, David Ross. David Ross. David Ross. Thank you. Our first non-local fan. And by dint of being our only fan. Our number one fan. <laughs> number one fan. We're going to send you a t-shirt until you're we don't. You're number one. Yeah, also, number one. last, but also, we're really we one. don't have t-shirts. But, yes, we but, have. Yeah. Also, don't we'll go str- uh, sharing your home address with strange men on the internet. Whoa, what happened? What happened, Dick? Oh, no, it's as good as Hashtag Or is it something you did? <laughs> I found an address. Well, think about it. Best case scenario, you're going to get a shirt with hashtag Swocock plate or whatever stupid thing we come up with next week scrawled across the top of the box thrown at your door. Oh no, dude, I'm, I'm writing this Swocock plate. <laughs> yes, because Dick is actually going to go there and just throw it at your door. We're not mailing it because we have no money to mail this. <laughs> no, 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 nice. I've been down it. there. Yeah. Big milk Sometimes. pulling out really hurt us. Uh, <laughs> so moving back. All moving the pulling back. in and outs. Moving back. Ted, okay. you completed your yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. So, I got so it. yeah, so moving back yeah. on track there. You, you I thought it was way over there. Wait. Wait, what? wait, wait. Does it need to be completed before the podcast or before the day of the podcast? Before the podcast. We're not monsters. Ah, God. 
Okay, yeah, you get your high five. Have you not listened to the first two podcasts? We are monsters. I, I did, yes, yes, we are. I know, you tried to stop us from being monsters, though. I know, and I failed miserably. <laughs> Phil, I, gave, I gave the commissar role all of, what, yeah. three seconds? Phil, uh, the ineffective voice of reason. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, there's your YouTube channel right there, right. Ineffective Voice of Reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so me personally, for mine, I I, I messed up because I talked about the last segment. Uh, I thought I said I would do uh, 10 boys and uh, my boar boy writers, um, mm. but I actually said I would do the girls. I did paint 10 boys, though, so I had that to the list. So I painted 10 boys, and then I also completed uh, every single boar boy and writer I had. I, I kind of want to. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, let's, let's back uh, up. I'm yeah, sorry. We, we need to. We need well, to look in the primer. See, uh, what's it say about making? Uh, about if, if boar boys are grots? Are boar boys grots? Counts as grots? I, I did, whoa, I did whoa, both. whoa, Phil, Phil, what's that saying? Uh, those in glass houses shouldn't be assholes. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It. I'll tell you what. Paraphrasing. Wasn't that like Corinthians you, two four? If you come back in four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Are you just going to come back in four weeks with your uh, with your accomplished uh, mission this time that you're going to make the gun? So he doesn't show up until weeks? he completes his exactly. homework. That's what it is. That's what it was. I'll have it painted. That's you go, oh, oh, but I'm not going to waste time making a video. Up. Oh, it's I can't make it this time. It was just because you didn't have your painting done. Look, oh, no. I can oh, I can snap. both paint and I can make a video. I can do two things at once. I can multitask like an adult. How many things can you do at once, Phil? Uh, Let's I not mean, go there. I don't I, want to know the answer I think, to that. I think uh, Glacial Geek on YouTube shows that I can do oh, many things. At that's the same clever time. editing. Oh yes. <laughs> you, you, All right. guys, All you know names. how they made Mr. Ed talk? They put peanut butter in his mouth, right? Is that how same you principle with Phil. <laughs> you put peanut butter on Phil's hands <laughs> or his camera. Is that what you're saying? Just, just trying to take my hands off of the model. It looks like I'm building it. Wow, he just puts them together. You want him to move a model across the board? He just Shine a little red laser on it. He starts pawing at it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm leaning away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so to, we need to get a better pet owner so you can win some games. <laughs> to, uh, to summarize, though, uh, I'm going to point around the table. Let's see if you can guess who I'm talking to. Uh, Four-week failure. Seven, <laughs> 25% failure. Yeah. I only thought uh, it was 25%. they got to guess who it is. You just talked. 50% failure now. Damn. <laughs> success, success. No, no, no. You talked really fast earlier as you rattled yeah, off no, your successes. No, 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 no. Let's go over you, the successes yeah, no, again. He waggled his fingers between himself and someone who actually did succeed. Right. Uh, I painted ten grots, no, six you, poor boys. You didn't paint any grots. I painted, painted ten grots. No, uh, you painted they were ten right boys. I painted ten boys. Uh, and ten grots. Oh, you're such a liar. You said you didn't paint them. No, I said I mentioned it earlier. Oh. I did paint Tangross in around third, and they were upstairs. I, I think uh, Did you paint them, or have you had them painted for, like, Oh, God, years? no. Why would I paint Grots? They're so dull. <laughs> See, there like, you go. Like, See, that's colors. what I'm saying. All it takes is three colors so, and Grots are done. So, fail. Is so, no, no. I painted in the last week ten Grots, ten boys, a Runtard, six boar boys, a war boss on a boar, a paint boy on a boar, a Big Mac on a boar, two Big Macs with shock attack guns, and 30, 32-millimeter bases. So, wait, 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 ready? No, right. fail. I, no, well, there we have it, folks. It. There we have it. Conclusive proof that John does not have an outside life. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Warhammer 40,000 podcast. What yeah. do you expect? 
And I have like an Xbox. Yeah. I have an Xbox One, so I don't really need to leave anyway. <laughs> Sometimes, if I'm hungry, just order Food pizza. Food <laughs> scrape something out of my fat roll. You know, <laughs> uh, five gallon buckets are only like two fifty at Walmart, and uh, plastic bags are basically free. So that's the bathroom covered. Oh. Ma'am, hot pocket. <laughs> So guys, bedpan me. What, what are we? What are we doing for next time here? What's going to be our uh, our complex? What's going to oh, be our crab dude. complex for next time? That's uh, uh, start at the base with Dick. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> come back Wait, to me. No, 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 that's, no, not no. How, that's not how this works. Get, come back to no, me. No, when you're called out, that? you're called out. That's how that works. Well, Phil, I'm going to call you out. You're just seventy five percent handsome. Hey, hey guys, uh, I call people out. You, you don't call people <laughs> out. Commissar, <laughs> 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 commissar, yeah. could commissar you call him out or being seventy five percent? Are you commissar dick or are you just like I don't know conscript dick? I'm a hairy. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Harry dick. Harry dick. dick. Um, um, hashtag Harry dick. <laughs> no, no. Please no. comment on the Glacial Geek YouTube channel. Hashtag Harry dick. No. <laughs> hashtag Harry Swole Dick Plate. That's awful. All right, all right, Dick. We'll be nice. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll come back to you. Uh, you don't want to finish first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dick jokes. Phil. Yes. How's that attack bike looking, bud? No. God. I want to say attack bike this time. Don't say attack bike. But I don't. I feel like if I say it, it's that's the only way I can ensure that it will not be painted. Um. So do you think that magic won't work on anything else? Is it just the attack bike that's cursing you? Is yeah. this like a the Cubs kind of thing? Exactly. It's like, it's, you know... It, I, I don't really follow hockey. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're a basketball team, you see. Oh, yeah. And they have a hard time so putting what, it I'm going to say, I'm going to have a Predator painted. So, I know it's assembled, but it's not painted. Don't you already have... Oh, are your three just assembled, not painted? They're then? assembled, not painted. Okay. Oh, all right. So okay. I'll, I'll, have, That's I'll have at least one. You sounded very confident. confident more. Yes, you I, got feel, I feel like I can get this. Now one. you're not going to the tournament, so there's really no reason for you to paint I these know. things. That sucks. Well, he does have three different ones to paint, it's so true. it's not like he, he can paint the wrong model this time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's, that's true. true. There. That's true. Ted, what, what are you going to get doing? Uh, two drop pods. Two drop pods. The worst model to assemble. Yeah, are they Seriously. are they put together oh, already? No, I'm going through. Oh, I, put, I, I put the doors together, and then I'm gonna. I put the no. That's all I put together. And then I paint them independently. So earlier, when I was saying, if you can't see it, you can't paint it. Yeah, it's a paint. good principle yeah, for those. Yeah, I, that's I the one model yeah. that veto. Well, that rhinos that veto it all. I have to like, assemble them in threes. So I have oh. the bottom pad and the fins, mm-hmm. and then the seats. And then the everything else is a separate yeah. section. I oh. don't own any drop pods, oh. but I feel like if I buy them, I kind of just want to glue the door shut. Yeah. I just, you know. <clears throat> they don't count for anything for game purposes. They yeah, do. the doors don't count anything. It's it just looks everyone like, lo- looks to put down and be like, crum, 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 crum. it looks a lot more badass in the tabletop yeah. when, when you're done. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Honestly, if I ever did drop pods, I'd probably get a third party. There's a bunch of them where it's like a drill boring out of the ground. I think that looks way cooler. And you don't have to deal with the whole door. How do you drop a drill? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Way to force the narrative, jerk. Yeah. God. Oh, God. <laughs> skip past yeah, me. Yeah, you understand. First, yeah, first he's right, asked right, to skip, and then he throws in <laughs> drills. Drills? Uh, like, if you drop that out of the sky, how does it stop? Yeah. It would just oh, keep going God. through the you earth. You don't even understand. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 all of a sudden, your troops are getting out on no, the wrong this is side of the They're going to get out in China. Yeah, the drill, the the drill faces up. And then you drop it so the flat part hits the ground. The drill's facing up that way. 
That's lame. The, no, think of it. If the drop pod needs to get back, it just spins the drill really fast and just flies off. Maybe it's like a loon where it comes down straight, it hits the ground, and then it drills back up. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, you know, diving for fish. You guys are dicks. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're the, the dick. So two drop pods. Two drop pods. <laughs> dick, thank, you, thank uh, you are you ready to commit? Yeah. Or do you want us to yeah. come back to you when yeah. there's no one else? No. There? Okay. So <laughs> maybe we'll ask you in a couple weeks. You guys, you guys help me out today. on this here. What? No, we're yeah. not helping you with anything. No, no. Because there's two things I currently have in my hobby queue, but I'm okay. not sure which one I want to take forward. Ooh. One, I have a... I'm trying to think of the name of the model. I think it's a Morgast from oh. the End Times. It's one of those big old four-legged I, dudes... I, like, I'm sorry, this is a 40k podcast. I'm getting to that. Not a it's going Warhammer to be a counts as game. wink, wink. Uh, this is not a monster. It's going to count table. as this wink, wink. Moppero. What's a wink, wink? Yeah, well, what the hell is that? We know what a text, 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 text yeah, is. What is a wink, wink? Is this for your. Uh, it's like a boar boy. <laughs> oh, it's a unit you make up. Okay. Counts as boar boy. <laughs> oh, good boy. I thought you were running heretics. So, what are you going to be running this uh, Morecast as? All right. Boar boy. Uh, I'm thinking about a boar boy. <laughs> That's what he said. He said boar boy. I'm yeah. thinking about doing him up as my old friend Bill, uh, otherwise known as Bellacoy. Because Bill's a lot easier to remember. No. Oh, but I'm thinking about Bellacoy. just. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have good memories of that fella, do you? Oh, no. Oh, I, I know Phil does. I specifically lost a tournament game. It was a, it was a, a team game. So, it was me and one of our friends versus. Uh, Dick and one of his friends. Uh, we had two marine forces, and of course, it was a very fluffy list. We had we had <laughs> two fire raptors and a land raider full of uh, terminators. Um, that's, that's as fluffy as it fluffy gets. As it comes. And, and it was also collections assassin. Uh, and also, it was fluff, uh, fluff, uh, fluff on fluff. Uh, our, our buddy Josh was using his thirty uh, k <laughs> stuff, so it was imperial fists and their mortal enemies uh, joining together. But on the very last dice rolls of the very last turn, Dick face over there summons three units onto objectives and steals the game. Well, Bellacore wow. can't summon, so you're thinking Fate Weaver. Yeah, tomato, tomato, they're all dicks. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I'm thinking about <laughs> doing him and doing him up as a Bellacore. Since okay. No, I'd be mean, pretty I, neat. I'm not a huge fan of the Bellacore mm-hmm. model, i got to say, yeah. especially compared to some of the newer Demon Princes. I've never actually ran a Bellacore model for my original army. I used to run Demon Prince Flying Circus. They had a snow theme. I had a specially built guy for that. He looked awful, but he got the job done. With the Morgast, I'm thinking about trying out my hand for the first time at kind of uh, both a lava effect and a lighting effect. Because what I would want to do, since he's mostly bones in the chest and then smoke coming off, would be, oh, his core's on fire, lava, and then the rest of him is smoke. Pulled off right, it would look good. Pulled off wrong, it's going to look like a reverse bumblebee. So is this going to be like (laughs) OSL painting, or are you going to put an LED in him, or...? Maybe an LED if I can find one of the right what? size. Go. Who are you, and what have you done with Dick? <laughs> uh, what someone... have you done with Dick? <laughs> uh, look, I'm putting this out here. Someone commented on one of the bat reps I was in with another one of my friends. And I'll name drop him later once the check is signed over. <laughs> uh, but the only comment on this video was, who is this chaos guy? He looks like... He dumped his models in glue and then pooped on them. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Ah, classic internet. Oh. I'm playing corn. <laughs> the joke is it would be like a right. nerd. Corn, yeah. corn in your food. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking of that one. Wait, that, wait, that wasn't the joke? Wait, what was <laughs> the joke? Well, regardless, Apparently the joke was nerdle or something. A lot of what I've been doing just to get models ready for the tabletop since I'm a slow painter 
has been really abusing washes. Mm-hmm. Uh, washes the, are amazing. They're yeah, like, but I normally liquid talent. I've not been highlighting well, or I'll get lazy with the highlighting. It's like, uh, wow, it's this has a cool explode effect, mm-hmm. and no, it's it's actually not that good. I. I don't want you to tell us the second option. I just looked at the model of a Morgus mm-hmm. or a Morcast or yeah. whatever stupid yeah. fantasy Age of Sigmar thing it is. Could you kindly swing it around so I can confirm? It is. Yes, sir. It is that. It I'm is going amazing. to mount it on well, a 60mm. The flying undead looking guy with the torn up wings and the ginormous uh, butter knife. Yeah, do yes. that. Do that. Yeah. No, do that. the... That. I'll do that. Too the bad. other Dynamics color scheme. Nope, nope, that, nope. No, that. it's for him. It's for him. The other color well, scheme. Well, actually, he's going to be gone for four weeks, so he might as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. The other color Probably scheme would be one. like my Fate Weaver. So bright blues, purples, oranges. Nice. Oh, right. yeah, that's exactly what I wanted for input. That, nice. That's, that's awesome. No, I, I'm very excited. I think it's going to turn out real nice. Yeah. Well, that's very, it's very ambitious. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. Um, but well, I mean, you, you do have. Dad, you you seem like a saint. I mean, you do have four weeks to do it. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, undersell. Sorry, my, dude. <laughs> I'm going to undersell my uh, craft complex this time. Uh, I am going to finish my squigger. It is the last model I need for Battle Brothers, uh, which requires a, a three color minimum. Oh, can I propose another one? Okay. Or would you like to wait till next time? Go ahead. You can propose it. You're you're bored. My board. Oh, yeah. Well, the board's going to be done as well. So the board has to be done. The squiggith has to be done. Um, I'm going to do my dangus together. Because once the squiggith is done and out of the way, my army's done. And I can just sit and spend as much time as I want. Uh, uh, out of everything right now, I'm most excited for the display board. So I think we're mm-hmm. just going to dick around a whole bunch with it and just make it look super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really I want to get my squiggith done. I spent a lot of money on them. I, I really need to get them out on the table. I, I really need to see the squiggith in person. Because... Oh man, it's upstairs. We'll, oh, we'll, oh. we'll look after. We'll take a little break. Me here. and you I go mean, upstairs, check out the bedroom. We were here uh, last time. Yeah. Well, I want to just confirm that's an actual squigget because <laughs> I have a worry that what he's going to give us, what John is going to give us to try and pass off as a squigget, is going to be a basketball with Dixie cups taped to it for legs. <laughs> that would have been so much cheaper. Wait, God that, damn it. That, that is what he. Oh, that's, that's actually. It. Oh, oh, so it's, it's a it's a count's ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I am going to uh, call to a close here what has been the longest segment ever, thanks yeah. to the, the fan love that we had in the center. Minutes. Um, <laughs> 41 minutes. Oh, can't forget the extension by Dick. The extension, extension by Dick. Extension oh, of Dick. Gone. Uncut. Oh, done. <laughs> Moving on. Well, done. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to another fantastic advert. Uh, we will be right back, and we are going to talk about broken miniatures. Huh. Man, ladies kept checking their drinks. Thanks, Bill Cosby. Hey, buddy. Have you tried chocolate? It's a natural aphrodisiac that doesn't trigger any of the FBI's chemical tests. Wow. Thanks, guy. Where are you going? To the grocery store. Chocolate for that special lady that doesn't know she's special. Yet. (laughs) Welcome back to Mob Rules. Wow, what a quality product. If only there was a way that people could get slots like that during our show for quality advertisement. Uh, They they can. They can? They can? How? Uh, Psychic Friends Network. Talk to Dionne Warwick and she'll get in touch with us. (laughs) Mob Rule AK. M O B R U L E A K. AK. Alternatively, take a turnip, cut it in half, rub it on your face, bury it in your yard. Guaranteed way to get a spot here on the program. 
Hashtag cockplay. So, <laughs> broken models. I meant we were supposed to have a conversation about who's allowed to represent us among us. <laughs> I would like to oppose that real quick. <laughs> look, look. It's an dick old... Dick is not yeah, representing... It is... Not making dick a representative. It's an old... I. Come on. It's an old world tradition. My grandmother did it. Nope. That's how she no, got really, on NPR. No, she didn't. Nope. So, no, she didn't. so you can't I, prove it. How uh, Do they take uh, could have if she was on turnips NPR. on your face for mortgage payments? Uh, no, no, they don't. They I don't think they take for rent either. No, no, no it's so weird. <laughs> That's because heard... the magic power only works on the radio. How many microphones can you buy with turnips that have been rubbed on the face? I heard as the many web... as turnips Shit. that haven't been rubbed on the face. I should have a doctor and done that. Yeah. What the hell? I heard web hosting isn't paid for by turnip juice either. It's it's the weirdest <laughs> damn thing. What kind of idiot juices a turnip? You eat the whole thing whole and raw. <laughs> if you uh, would like to sponsor us and sell turnips, this is other kinds of fantastic things you can do. Uh, remember, just uh, don't talk to Dick. <laughs> and Demobcast is our Twitter handle at Demobcast. Uh, hashtag swole. Oh, hashtag swole. Hashtag swole. Hashtag cockplay. Wow. Hashtag swole cockplay. <laughs> and every single tweet that we receive that has hashtag swole cockplay, I will read uh, in a segment I call "Why the hell did you type that?" Can, can no, I read I, one? I think Can the, I get in on the party? No, no, no. no you no. actually yeah. voted off the island. Yeah, it's because of the turnip thing. Yeah. All right. So, broken can I models. rub a turnip on the tweet? As long so, as it's at home. Yeah. yeah. So, broken models. Uh, we we've all been there. Uh, we have a fantastic model. Uh, personal experience. Here we go. I'm going to ground it so everyone can get to the thing. Uh, I got the new Finecast. Real, real talk. Real talk here. I got the Finecast guys cool. Track it goes. It's it's amazing. And, you know, I've never had huge issues with Finecast, but. I painted him up. I think he looks pretty dang good uh, as I use him just as a mega armored war boss. Um, his boss pole snapped off. A common problem. Right after. <laughs> for, for comedy. Improper in real life. Yeah. Uh, right after I just got done finished him and I took a lot of time on him. I was like, I think his skin turned out awesome. The, the whole thing just, oh, God, I love it. I mean, Phil is holding a photo of him hostage for you, his You love report. this guy. <laughs> you the, love him. The, Beautiful yeah. skin. Snaps his paw as soon as he finishes. I <laughs> exactly like that. I uh, so I, I kind of lost. That. I got like super down. I'm like oh god, and I, I was like, how do I repair this? And and to this day, my only solution is going to be uh, paint over where the fine cast is, and then he doesn't have a boss pole anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done that with sergeants with the banner poles. How can you paint off? It's good to go. Can you paint it? Super skinny. You want to hear about uh, trying to pin a piece that broke? I had <laughs> Deathwing Knights, right? Uh-huh. Painted them up. They looked wonderful. Is this Belial's this... sword? No, not Belial's sword. Deathwing Knights. So they've got their the Mace of, uh, Mace of Absolution, uh-huh. and they looked fantastic. The best models I'd painted. So great. Literally a week later, one of the Mace of Absolutions broke off. Mm. Small little, you know, small little handle. So I decided the only way I tried to just glue it and it fell right, you know, broke right off. I was yeah. like, all right, so I've got to pin this. <clears throat> so I found the smallest pin that I could find, you know, went and drilled it into this skinny little handle, mm-hmm. got it together, glued it together. Perfect. Two days later, it falls off the table and breaks. Dude, at the top of the pin part that I had put in, oh. it was just not meant to be. It, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, I can't drill in because now there's a metal pole, like a metal core, wow. 
to this part here, and I tried, you know, pulling it out. I ended up just having to glue it, and I just have to re-glue it every once in a while. Because I think it's the universe trying to say that you should have taken a flail. Yeah, I was, yeah. Not, I was <laughs> not happy about that. Wow. These messages are subtle. What kind of breakages do you have, Ted? Well, hold on. He's trying to keep it from being a circle. I seriously. <laughs> Fine, Dick. <laughs> no, Dick can't talk. Ted, what breakages have you had? You have no power over me. Uh, I'm junior commissar. Yeah, junior commissar. <laughs> yeah, I was I was given commissar oh, powers for like all of three minutes, this and that's three more minutes than you've ever heretic. had. Heretic, I ignore that completely. Just because you say yes Sometimes once does not mean yes follows all the time. <laughs> Can I borrow your car? A year later, I still get to borrow your car. <laughs> you, you said, said once. once. <laughs> Can I uh, put my thing in you? Dang. You said a year ago I could. <laughs> Tad, Dick, either one of you. Issues you've had with broken models. Go. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's tenacity, like, and and trying to find a case that fits your model better. Yeah. For me, that's it. I mean, I definitely have like any like back in the day when you had the hybrid like plastic metal models like they were mm. snap pro arms fall off of those things yeah. yeah and then i go anymore and like i'll wait when i have because i still have a ton of metal hybrid models yep. with like all my orc storm boys and uh you know you go and like mar them with a knife first so there's a little bit more like grip to the to it um that helps a little bit but you know i think like pinning is in the end the thing to do unless you're phil knight <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't think there's a point. I haven't found a point where a model is too far gone. No, um, never. I've I've found models where you know, like I've, I somebody else painted them and gave them to me, and no amount of simple green or <laughs> fingernail polish will do. Kill it with fire. And those become basing material. <laughs> so I guess if it gets to the point where you've mulched your fine cast pieces into a fine powder, then you know they become bases. See, I feel. There are a few models that are beyond redemption. And I mentioned yeah. Belial's sword. And now, Belial is a beautiful model. And you can do various yeah. things. Well, I think he looks really cool. I like him. Really cool mm -hmm. painted. There's a lot of stuff going on. The pose could be better. Mm -hmm. I am standing with a sword. I've never been a huge fan of I have the, the, power. the poses they do with some of the Marines where it looks like they're posing for a picture. Oh. Um, it's the same reason I don't like the girly man model. Oh. Put out. Yeah, I I, I, I hate. I have my combat pillar with me. Yes. <laughs> let, let me let me rephrase it. Anyway, Phil's Belial. Yeah, is very nice. <laughs> but mine, my problem. I've had three of them. Belials. Yeah, I got one on my own when I was starting out Dark Angels. I got one as a gift from a friend uh, who got it from Hong Kong, and mm. I got mm. one in a lot. That I got off a dude from Craigslist. All three of those swords have broken. Mm. Oh, my! The sword did break. On yeah, mine. It, yeah, the sword is such a pain to it, like. It breaks super easy, and the problem is the contact point at any given portion of the sword is so thin and so small that it's almost impossible to repair. And if you yeah. do repair it, it's it's so, difficult to yeah, cover. I, I, I think I think I, 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 I think I managed to hidden that one and you know knock on wood yeah. it is it's you know it hasn't broken off like the knights there did i'm kind of worried because i have a bunch of uh um fine cast legion of the damned and mm -hmm. all the veteran sergeants have like these these banner poles uh with you know books yeah. and other all their library reading material that they carry into <laughs> minor, the space mine are still sitting in packaging i don't want to take them out yet. i'm, I'm yeah. terrified because like yeah that, that that pole is super weak and mm -hmm. it made sense back when it was metal but you know now that it's fine cast like what are you gonna do well I've, I've had, i had the old the old sergeants used to just have like 
banner poles that mm-hmm. you can put a sticker on. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've had I had I started out with three of them that I had with the banner poles, and I'm down to one guy left <laughs> with the banner pole. The I, I, I broken off. And I, there's one of them that's like sitting at the bottom of one of the boxes that I use for transporting. Like the bigger models, because uh-huh. I just happened to transport them one time, and when it broke off, it's just to the bottom there. You know what I'd love to do? I'd love to go like, through box me every time and put together a brand new Space Marine army and just take it to the nth degree. Just like put the like all the 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 pigments and the weathering and, yeah. and chips and all that stuff. And I'd love to get the sticker banners and put them on them. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure like every sergeant has one. <laughs> and, make sure and, and make sure they're all the same. Yeah, all and the they're same. improperly stuck, so you have yeah. little tabs sticking up the yeah, side. Yeah. Oh, That'd be amazing. I I think I have a solution for a stronger pole. Oh yeah. yeah what would you do, Dick? Oh, well, what I've been doing recently because. Let me tease a little first, right? Yeah. <laughs> I treat my models like absolute crap. Mm-hmm. These fine gentlemen have carrying cases. I have a Rubbermaid Yeah, box. I was going to say, you have a tub of yeah. yeah. Super easy for transport. Really chaos. easy to clean up when you're getting cabled. Really bad if you have fragile models. Mm-hmm. And for me, my big bane was always icons. Icons and banners. Because it's not so bad if they snap up at the top where the pole is, you know, the icon sitting on the pole, because you can normally pop the icon right back on. But if any part of the pole comes off with it, you get the problem where you are trying to paste or pin something top-heavy to a really tiny base area again. It's, it's just a pain in the neck. But what I've started doing is I got some... <laughs> they're pikes. I briefly thought about doing a Warhammer Fantasy army with Empire a while ago. Not a fish. Not a fish. Not a no. Fish. Okay, not fish. Uh, the pike would be far too large. Trout. <laughs> They're very invasive. Jesus yeah. Christ. Trout. Maybe if you like <laughs> took a little bit of trout, uh-huh. you'd have. It would still be a little too big. The scales though would make for great base. <laughs> so you could hold just spears. Gotcha. Jonathan, can you get him back on track? Uh, anyway, I was going to say insta loss because the army would smell rancid or <laughs> anything. And I, yeah, I said rancid and I meant it. But anyway, so you grab Warhammer Fantasy pikes. They're not Warhammer Fantasy. They're actually designed. For old historical miniatures. Okay. And they're brass. Oh. And they're about oh, four inches long. Oh, and they're you easy, in, long. Yeah. You they're easy enough to trim down. Piece. They're very oh. thin. And honestly, any piece of brass or copper rod about the same length would do. And they're malleable. They will bend. But you have to really work them to bend them, okay. which is great. So all the icons I've been putting together from here on out have been with this brass rod. Now you can paint over it, you can finish it, you can do all the stuff you normally would do, mm. but since it's heavier, it's not going to snap off. Okay. The only thing that will snap off would be the icon, which is plastic, but the bonus with that is that it's not going to take any of the rod with it. So once again, you're just reattaching an icon or a banner back to the post. I'm listening it's a lot more simple. <laughs> Highly recommend looking into it, but going back to I treat my models like absolute crap. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason, subconsciously, that I started playing Orcs and Chaos. Mm-hmm. Because whenever something would break, okay, John's gone. This is the time for us to talk crap about him. And he <laughs> won't know until he actually listens to the podcast later. I would like, like to point out. our audience didn't know that until you just said it. He's um, not very smart and he doesn't have friends. Uh, he says I smell, but really, he's a smelly one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll show him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so back to the brass. Anyway, back to the brass. <laughs> back to oh. the brass tax. Oh, yes. yes. 
No, uh, because with Chaos and Orcs, to some extent, if something breaks, it's this realistic battle damage. Huh. Where you loot yeah. it and you put it back together. Yeah. The worst example, or best example, depending on your perspective of this, is my Defiler. I got the Defiler <laughs> as... So oh, you've seen like it. honorary Orcs yeah. in that regard. I got it as one of my first GW models, mm -hmm. because it just looked that awesome. I put it together. Oh, we got to see the Stampa. Oh, I put it together, yeah. All right, and pass, I was really pass. happy with it for a while. Pieces snapped off here and there. Wow. But then I got the idea that I'll break this apart, and I'll assemble it so it's standing and walking straight up, like some sort of demented G.I. Joe. Well, I did that. I broke it a lot more, and uh, <laughs> it looked awful. So I broke it again and reassembled it. Good. And then I broke it a fourth time, uh, this time not on purpose. Huh. And... By this point, I'm like, I really like this model. I want to keep using it. Plus, a defiler's like 50 bucks. I don't want to get a new one. <laughs> yeah. So, using a combination of green stuff and plastic. Not plastic card, because I didn't think to get that at the time. No, I cut pieces out of a five-gallon ice cream tub and used that as wow. a way to secure my defiler. <laughs> I put the guy back together. He looks like... God, he's like two inches shorter than a normal defiler. He's missing two of his legs. One of his arms is super long and drags on the ground. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have proper claws. He's like the saddest guy. But he's still, honestly, one of my favorite models. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. It sounds like you found some extra chromosomes later on and put them to work. So I just, I, I had to run a, a Diet Mountain Dew, Pepsi Cool, please sponsor us. Uh, I'll do <laughs> my, uh, my, my very loving partner. Uh, um, I, when I was on my way down, I walked past my Stompa, uh, my, my oh. poor, poor Stompa. So uh, Big Blue here is my Stompa. I was playing a large apocalypse game against Nids. Um, I dropped him off of the table. Uh, cool. This was at one of the old stores out in. Uh, we still have the Meta game. It's beautiful, oh. Dick. <laughs> you were there for that, um, man. I mean, when models like that start falling off a table, every single player's heart just. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, what? No, 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 no they what? laughed. Except yeah, for him. was great. Yeah, they laughed. Yeah, so, but the mirror neurons. Oh, you definitely. What, you, what sort of I, asshole I takes a stompa yeah. to an apocalypse game oh, and right. then sits it on the very back edge of the table and doesn't walk it forward at all? Just sits there. Uh, to be the fair, kind that hates their teammates. It, yeah, <laughs> it was on top of a schedule landing pad. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So I'm a very good orc player. A whole bunch of things broke off of it, and it was super bummed because I was starting to get the paint on it. It was starting to look good. Um, and so I glued everything back together and I fixed it. And then I played at a, a tournament with it. And That's then right it dropped off the table again. Ugh. And uh, everything broke off of it again. Other things broke. And I'm like, feet, everything. And it's just... See, the issue I'm having with this now is this model just depresses me now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not past saving. But at this point, it's, it, it moves further and further down my, my hobby queue. Yeah. Yeah. I think it gives you a wonderful opportunity. I think, like, the Stampa, I, for a thing that's supposed to be this ramshackled thing, like, the, the bits and pieces of everything and look nothing like, you know, you have a basic, like, shape of Gork or Mork. You know, each one is almost identical. So this is an opportunity to orc it up, make it individualized, and do something with it. I mean, I, I see that the, <clears throat> the arm is broken off right about at the, well, his second elbow. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, maybe that's an opportunity to stick some uh, some extra hydraulic rams in there. Let or... me tell you an inspiring busted orc story. I mentioned that to Filer, right? Yeah. I had a Lehman Russ I got around the same time. I did awful, awful things to this Lehman Russ because I wanted it to go with my Lost and the Damned. So a sexual thing? No. No. Maybe. So we don't open the back hatch. <laughs> or ask how it got glued together. Nope. Or the front hatch or yeah. the sponsons. But... It just drips when you pour it sideways. <laughs> I put this thing together and there was a lot of green stuff, a lot of painting... Painting again, not stripping, and painting a third time. I treated this thing like crap. At mm. some point, I got the bright idea to make realistic battle damage on it mm-hmm. by taking a lighter to it and <laughs> melting a hole through the side. Um, I told you, I treated this thing like crap. So eventually, I dug this thing out of storage, and I have a melted, busted, beat-up Lehman Russ. How old were you? Um... That was about 17 at the time, sir. That's okay. about right. All right. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. You can accept that. It's about the time where... I said 27. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been a little... Now, that would still been acceptable. You got to go hardcore for realistic battle damage. But I fished this thing out of storage. So you shot it with a BB gun. <laughs> got it painted after I stripped it this time mm-hmm. and put on some extra bits. And I'm now running it as a battle wagon. And even the little holes where I melted stuff into it, I have a grot poking out of it with... Uh, with a gun. So it doesn't look... It looks awful, but it doesn't look nearly as awful. What I'm getting at is you can make it look not like crap. You know, one of the things that really... That was a lot of words to say you can make <laughs> it look like not crap. One of the things that really super bugs me, um, almost as much as people who talk in orc voices, um, but is is this, this prevailing thought where if someone ruins a model by trying to convert it and failing, they're like, Oh, yeah, I'll just turn it into an orc thing. And I'm like sitting and looking at my stuff, be like, Do you have any idea how goddamn long I took converting my thing to look <laughs> like that? And you think just because your thing's crap that you can change it? It makes me very angry. Is, is this. Are you guys going to fight? Is this yeah, like. I a, think so. Because I spent. A, I, I actually agree. I spent a lot of time turning my well, piece of crap into something. And that's the thing is like when you spend the time, but like the, the prevailing thing I hear is when people are like, Oh, yes, you've ruined Toad for it. It can be a looted wagon. And be like, Excuse me, my looted wagon has about 15 hours of conversion into it. What it is, is a busted vehicle or something that's all mashed up. Or Typically, you wouldn't run it as the original. Yeah. It still works as something great and looted because it's the base. It's something you take and you build upon. Mm-hmm. I added side railings. I added a ramp. I added the grots. Your looted wagons, you've added a lot to, too. It's something yeah. that takes a lot of work and effort. And... The problem with the people who are like, oh, yeah, it's busted, just play it as a looter wagon, is you're not building upon that base. That's a great base right there. That's a model. That's a gift almost. A gift of a really shoddily put together Land Raider. It's going to be a battle wagon one day. But you've got to nurture that busted ass Land Raider, feed it a steady diet of simple green, and then some black primer, put on a little bit of known oil when it gets just old enough, and then one day, one day, it will die. Turn one to melt the guns in a drop pod. Oh, that is a sad story. That God is. bless America. All right. Well, I think we are good on broke miniatures. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we about broke this yeah, section. We about broke this section. <laughs> uh, went on a rant about uh, looted vehicles. So I apologize about that. We're going to go to a paid sponsor now who gets to follow this this terrible, well, okay section. Man, my old lady is so moody right now. I hate that time of the month. Not me. I buy generic tampons. They clean up all that gross lady stuff, and she's happy because we've saved money. Wow. 
generic tampons. I'll have to give those a try. Damn, I can't believe I lost another game. All of my dice are rolling once. Quit the whining, man. You should change your cotton. Another rending hit. Thanks, generic brand tampons. Generic brand tampons, not just for ladies. For a limited time, send in six applicator sticks for a free dice bag. Welcome back to Mob Rules, the podcast that doesn't know the shit. Jonathan, Jonathan comes up with better intros yeah, than I, I do. <laughs> this isn't an intro, though. This, this, is, this is why Jonathan is a yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that at the start of the episode. God. <laughs> I mean, we would have known that if we were commissars. That's, that's true. No. It, you a, give a mech boy a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> stupid shit comes out. It, it's, it's a heavy burden that, that, that I have here. So we're going to talk about our, uh, our, our, our fluff piece today that, that we're going to... Talk about that's a horrible intro. Hey, welcome to Mob Rules, the podcast. No, uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, planet types in the, the 40th millennium. We were going to do 41st, but as I said earlier, they were probably pretty close. It's been pretty technologically stagnant for thousands of years now. Yep. Um, I didn't research any planets in the 40th millennium. Well, I'm going to bow out of this one. <laughs> have some more cheese. <laughs> we don't mind. There's, there's no more cheese. There's no more cheese. All the Fuck. cheese is gone. I'll have to go get some cheese. Yeah. Some really bad guys. <laughs> cheese planet. Chedicus 5. Chedicus God It's a shrine world. <laughs> so Mass of herds of dairy. We have all picked uh, a couple of planets from Double the sisters. 41st millennium. Um, I was just covering my tracks. This might surprise you. Uh, I was unprofessional earlier and said the wrong millennium. I know. Wow. That's terrible. I'm sure everybody was paying attention to that, too. Uh, I know. I know. Because uh, this and is not just background noise. Bonus points <laughs> to anybody who noticed that. He said, the Imperial Infantryman's uplifting primer comes from Forge World. It doesn't. It's Black Library. Ooh. Thank you. Oh. Wow. wow. You were paying attention to stuff. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. And how long have you been holding on to that? that was like, I know. This four hours, hours ago. ago. Look at Dick. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's stupid. I, well, yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just glad weeks. you don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, so right. if only he listened to, to the a lot more shit. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he I've been busy not oh painting Renegades. Okay, sure. Okay. So we're talking about uh, planet types. Uh, and kind of how we can represent them on the tabletop to improve our game. Uh, I know a lot of us like to. Oh, we had play, to do that part too. Play narrative. Well, you know, I'm throwing that in there. A little curveball right <laughs> okay. there. This is this is hockey, and it's time uh, for the Super Bowl. Yeah, guys. Got that shot. Hope you're ready to get dunked on. <laughs> that's a, we are the worst. Anyway, oh, yeah, that's our thing, though. That is our thing. That is true. So, um, what are the different types of planets? Oh man, there's so many. Dick, what's a planet type? Well, we can define various planets. All right, so <laughs> somebody oh, else is not. Oh, I'm right. no longer the worst. Yes. yes. Way to go. You can break down planets, or 40K breaks down planets generally into what sort of planet they are by what they produce or what's yeah. going on on the planet. So I, I think that's like 40K, like every, like every aspect of it, like everybody has the volume turned up to 10, and everybody is a huge... <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you, you, what do you do? I create people. What do you do? All I do is create agriculture. Like, everything is up to 10 or higher. Sure. And that's it. Like, that's all you do. It's like Adam Smith's wet dream. Well, it's just like, well, what it is, diversify. If there's, like, if there's a no, planet that's specify. worth anything, they only do one thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a well, planet that's not worth anything, it's called a death world. Yeah, that's what you're left. Well, with. But then no, that's, that's death cranked up to ten. There's one thing it kills its inhabitants. Yeah, that's what it does. Like everything for instance, is my choice. 
be, being the resident Dark Angel expert, is actually Caliban. That's not is, a planet. That's a dead husk of rock. It is. <laughs> it, it, got, uh, it was. It was a death world, and it because the planet was so inhospitable to humanity, it actually got ended up getting separated because it was close to the Eye Terror, so there were storms. Blah blah blah. It kind of got separated from the Imperium. And I'm the boring one. Yeah. I'm going over this. So this is how this I roll my world, eyes with the, keeping my. The eyes entire straight. world was filled with these these massive beasts that would kill, you know, anyone who ventured into the forest. Or were they? Uh, they were just. Uh, were they horses? What? Were they horses? Shit. Uh, we are not doing that. Today. We are not doing that today. Blood angel horses. I am putting the kibosh on it. Not doing that today. By Guys, way. can you explain these horses to me? Fine. What's a horse? Then we don't find out 2. about 5. Caliban. <laughs> Shit. And that was a blood angel. You one. know, I think not finding out about Caliban is probably the best course of action here. Oh, I'm sorry, Phil. Please, please continue. Anyway, so they had these massive beasts, and all of humanity had to had to live. Sorry, dude. You're getting dead air now. No, they're hearing me laugh. Okay, so Caliban. No, actually, actually, Caliban is no, interesting. Yeah, no, um, no, no we should recite a little bit more. And I'm it's like, I just, super interesting. No, I, I wouldn't apologize. Don't go that far. But okay, we so should still let it's it. full of many emails. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. Moving on. Ted, what's your plan? Like now? squirrels. What's your plan? <laughs> oh, no, no, so, no, I'm done. No, you're not done. Okay. So, so, so with Caliban, like I said, now, from, from what little I've read of Dark Angels, kind of background and stuff like that, it's very much kind of like a, a feudal world, wasn't it? Or, or very nightmare. Now, this goes back to the planet it? type. It was yeah. a death world and a feudal world. So yes, <laughs> or now we're gonna do your planet for you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so building on that, you have both what the world produces, generally a deaf world. If all it does is kill Pretty the dudes put there, <laughs> and then you have your different classifications, generally of technology. So you have worlds which are as high tech as everything else in the forty first millennia. Then you have your feudal worlds where it's a bunch of dudes in plate armor beating each other with sticks. And then you have primitive worlds, which are essentially mm -hmm. just the sticks. <laughs> now, my Nobody favorite thing, there. my favorite thing about the primitive worlds that I read, and we'll get back to Caliban here once, once we, you know, maybe, maybe we will. Mm -hmm. I hope we do because it actually is a super interesting planet. But <laughs> the, the nice thing about the primitive worlds that I read is a lot of the times they're still within the Imperium's grasp. Yeah, they just have a, a planetary governor chilling out in a space station above the or orbit or above the planet making sure everything's going hunky dory down below and he only they only ever really go down if there's an issue so there's just this little world they're secretly mining or taking the you know happiness from um for for their taxation and this world knows nothing of the imperium or, or its presence well sometimes they know a little bit more of the imperium normally you have some sort of imperial cult or some form of basic emperor worship and like you mentioned, one of the things the governor does is making sure, uh, let's not see any heresy down here. But the Imperial Guard, who actually, with a lot of primitive worlds, recruit dudes. They don't necessarily give them guns, but they spend their whole life, their whole life, beating each other to death. That's do, all they do, running around beating each they, other with um, sticks. Give mm -hmm. them a copy of Forge World's Uplifting Primer? <laughs> no, uh, Black Libraries. <laughs> now... Back in the that comes with the municipal library worlds. <laughs> back in the third edition, third edition guard codex. Hey, I believe I'll, it was I'll give there. you this. It, it was a really sweet Doctor Who episode with the library planet. I'm gonna give you that much. That's this is a 40k podcast. So I'm just saying, it was a library planet. It was, it was a really, really, really good. good. It was a two-parter, wasn't it? Doctor Who. It's more like Doctor Poop. <laughs> well, the TARDIS. Uh, the TARDIS. Uh, he flies uh, around a side of uh, a portageon. 
So should we start the section over again? Wow. Wow. Thanks, thanks for ruining that there. Yeah. All no. right. I have never seen a Doctor Who episode. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm happy right oh, now. God. So, so, so someone sorry, has please. to get the hate mail. Please continue. Continue. <laughs> you're, you're actually dropping some very nice facts about planets. So please continue. Um, like I said, I think it was <laughs> third edition. Your different IG doctrines, one of the big ones was to make dudes from a primitive world. And they didn't get last guns. They couldn't take the heavy weapons. I think they're passing notes about me. Does, no, does no. it say I'm cute? Yeah, he, uh, he found a, a paint color chip that oh, we yeah. painted. Uh, I can't remember what we painted. So, but basically, yeah, you get regiments of primitive dudes. And it shows up in some of the other uh, background as well. I believe in Rogue Trader, you can give yourself a background for a low-technology planet where you don't mm. know what all these weird computer things going on are, but you know how to bash an orc upside the skull with a heavy rock. Pretty useful. Nice. Ted. Yeah. What are you thinking about planets? Did you look at any um, in particular? Or? So I, I, I kind of went through the, uh, um, through looking for kind of my, like my picks and kind of did like a big laundry list of different planets. I found like a wiki on it. And um, I think like the, the first one that caught my eye, and I'm not going to go through a whole bunch of planets, um, I think it was a, a cemetery world. And so I started looking up cemetery worlds and like what a cemetery world was. And then I started looking up, because uh, they were related to shrine worlds. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and just kind of like how they classify. And this kind of, um, so the thing I liked about cemetery worlds, and this is like what really kind of sparked the idea of like, holy shit, like everything in 40 K is turned up to 10. <laughs> there is no eight. There's no, no 9.5. It's 10. We have a world of dead people. It's a necropolis, entire freaking planet. Now this is it. Like to me, this is kind of interesting, um, because, you can travel, you, as, as uh, one um, person was saying, like, you can travel 100 light, uh, light years or 1,000 light years in the uh, 41st millennium and not run into a single planet with a single person on it. Like, you can travel, like, people are sparse, they're all over the place, but they're ve it's very thin. It's like, it's, it's like ancient Rome, but in planets. And so the idea of a cemetery, well, Rome fell because they were too sparse and they didn't have enough infrastructure to facilitate the, anyway. So um, you are lucky we do not have enough time. <laughs> so, there's a lot of other reasons too. But uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, so, so in order, like the, the utility of a, a cemetery world, I mean, you, if you're traveling hundreds of light years to get to, you know, another person or whatever, like, you're traveling a lot of distance just to bury some dude. And if you're going to go and visit a whole bunch of dead dudes, you're traveling for frickin' ever to do so. So you There's know, actually I, a cool book called, oh, man, I'm going to blow this, Legion of the Damned <clears throat> or uh, Army, uh, something like that, um, that essentially takes place on one of these, uh, one of these uh, cemetery worlds. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, cool, like, the whole point is that there's this one main city, which is where this, like, revered person was. Sirtis Minor? Maybe. Was it the one with, like, uh, I think it was uh, Luther II? Maybe. Or. I don't know. But it's. They, no, but, Ulth, uh, but Umberto they, II, that's what it was. Yeah, maybe. I don't he know. was one of the High Lords of Terra at one point. He was like the administrative, that, yeah. um, uh, I think he was the head of the administratum or something like that. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but they had, but the story was that there was this, uh, group of space Marines that were there mm -hmm. and they, the planet got invaded by chaos and they were, they just went through the whole thing, like trying to protect the citizens and everything they were doing. 
and you know the Legion of the Dam came and did their thing. It was like a really small part of it, but uh, it was just kind of cool. Like the different details, like all of the headstones mm-hmm. have uh, an air pipe that goes down into the crypt area, oh. and have a bell on them because they had so many cases of people like just knocking out people, putting them in these coffins and setting <laughs> Bring them out off. Your dead. That, they, that they realized <laughs> that they weren't dead, dead. So they started putting these on them. So that, uh, like, historically was, accurate. Yeah. So they would, you know, so they That's installed crazy. these bells to have them, you know, to be able to say if you were not dead. <laughs> Otherwise you're just buried there forever. And oh, it's like, wow. what are you going to do? Well, not forever. The joke is you die. Yeah, but you were still be buried there. there. Actually, I should, you're right. Maybe not forever. Cause I think, they once these planets, yeah. Once yeah. these planets filled up, they would just start exhuming the yeah. old ones and replacing them with new people. <laughs> right. I think that, like, I mean, you basically paid rent, right? I mean, yeah. in a way. And like, once your your lease was up, like your carcass yeah. was out of there, <laughs> yep. you become a ham sandwich for also survival. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of kind of insane the the cemetery worlds. And I think that so like the yeah the cemetery worlds I thought were really interesting where all it was was that and I think like uh, Ceratus Minor I think was like the major one I think that's like the one you were thinking of that may be the one I and was they were saying it was so densely packed it was almost and there was it was filled with the Ecclesiastes and it was like that was the entire population so it was very densely populated necropolis and I think it was uh, yeah so I don't know I thought that was nifty yeah, yeah. and that that's something kind of through, through my there. reading as well as you're absolutely right. Uh, every every planet. I mean, uh, this is just kind of I think to to help the narrative and make it a little a little simpler. It has one purpose. Mm-hmm. See, uh, oh, I I disagree with that though. I can I can and, think of uh, a couple. But I mean, one planet for sure that you know, uh, uh, like say a Necron tomb world. Yeah, that that doesn't quite fit that narrative. Well, the thing is, the Imperium is vast. It's mm-hmm. huge, and you've got a lot of different cultures and civilizations, kind of nestled within the Imperium. And a lot of them, yeah, they're devoted entirely to one thing, whether that is production, food, just having a ton of people. But -hmm. you still get stuff cropping up in the fluff of planets that are just sort of planets. Or even if they're, say, a shrine world, they've got other stuff going on. And that was something I was going to bring up, too, is Mm -hmm. that shrine worlds seem to be one of the big exceptions, where a lot of times you would have... There are shrine worlds that are just shrine worlds. Like, a saint was uh, uh, popped up there, and so the entire planet was dedicated to worshipping that saint. Mm -hmm. So people would come from pilgrimage to this planet, and then they would worship that saint. Um, But yeah, there were. There was... um, uh, What is it? Hagia. I think that was a planet that was like an agar world, shrine world. And then you had... Heroder, uh, which is a hive world as well, but there's also a shrine world. So I think you did have like, but that was the only two exceptions out of like and twenty. What I think it is, that is multi- honestly, a lot of it with the full going up to ten, kind of goes with how 40k has been moving recently with a lot of the background and narrative. What I'm thinking of is a lot of Abnet's older stuff, mm-hmm. the Gaunt Skull series, mm-hmm. Tanith. Tanith is some backwater planet whose primary export is a really fancy wood. They've never raged regiments before the events of Gaunt's Ghosts, which seems to indicate that they don't really have a large population. They're basically people on that planet. They export something valuable, and that's about it. They don't have too much else going for them. And I like to imagine that there's a lot of planets like that in the Imperium, and a good number of them do show up in the different Gaunt's Ghost books. But we just don't see them as much in the fluff anymore because... They're fun to bring on the tabletop because you can look around and be like, I have 
a couple pieces of trees, some of these rinky-dink little houses. I guess we're fighting in a pasture somewhere. But for the background, for the story, cranking that up to 10 and mm-hmm. having whole planets where they're just covered in cities or whole planets where the horizon is nothing, God help you, but corn. Mm-hmm. It's, it just works with the setting to have it cranked up. I think that, like, um, you know, one of, the, one of the next thoughts after was, you know, realizing that everything's turned up to 10 and everything's just, like, so much more than it is, um, was, you know, I was reminded of, like, biblical passages and, you know, like, oh, somebody took my cow. All right, you can completely sodomize their entire family and burn their house down and do all these things. Like, everything in the Bible is, like, turned <laughs> up to 10, like, Old Testament. And then, but also, it, it was almost like an oratory, like, the way 40K talk, I mean, the, it's presented to you, is almost like or, like an oratory um, uh, history. So it was, yeah. you know, everything, like if you look at a lot of indigenous uh, mythology or stories, like a lot of things are turned up to 10. Like there's that magical realism that goes on. And I think it's kind of neat, you know, being is that like the Imperium um, is not, it's not a scientific society anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's beyond that. And it's gone primitive with high tech grav guns <laughs> and everything else. So I don't know. I think it's kind of, kind of cool. Keep sticking with that. Yeah. I don't know. I, what I take away from this is that 40K has been around a while. Mm-hmm. And like any setting that's been a while, around for a while, it starts getting more diverse and fractured. Mm. And especially with something so big, you can really take what you want away from it and build it to suit your narrative, your games, what you want to do. You're going to have your mega hives, your tomb worlds, not tomb worlds, cemetery worlds, yeah. your shrine worlds, all that stuff like that. And then I'm going to have a world with, like, two sheep and a board shepherd on it. I mean, there's room enough for both to exist yeah. easily in the universe. And sometimes you want an underpopulated planet with, like, four dudes on it. It's more dramatic that way when the mm-hmm. space marines arrive. Sometimes it's cooler to have a planet covered with nothing but cities. You want to know what isn't cool, though? Some dumb-ass rock that got blown apart in the heresy and the Dark Angels Ooh. tried to go home. And they oh. put a big force field on it, Yeah, yeah. So people can't get there and look around and find all the girly mags that got blown up by by Lionel Johnson. Now, I do think, though, that the neat thing about Caliban is that it was blown up. So it's not a planet anymore, technically. But what they did was they just put huge... And what is just the orkiest thing imaginable? They just put huge engines on it. Because oh, there's rock there, right? I mean, I guess they, they call it a rock. And yeah, they, works, they but... picked, like, one of the biggest remaining fragments. and Yeah. And there's something... I mean, it, it fits their, their background a, a heck of a lot, I think, that, you know, they were broken and fractured. And there's oh, a small, there's this small mm-hmm. part of them that continues searching uh, to, you know, fulfill itself. It's pretty metal. And that's, I think, what I was trying to get at earlier. 40K is big. So whatever is the most metal thing you can think of at that moment in time, that's going to be what your planet needs to be. Mm. We are so aggra. (laughs) We make all the corn. I've seen some good stories about that, though. (laughs) Uh, And, yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, worlds I'm looking at, I mean, it's kind of redundant to go over them. But, like, the ones I like were, like, the the ammunition worlds, where the entire world is essentially a giant factory for Uh, storing tanks and guns. Yeah. Um, that to me is amazing because if you've landed there as a rogue trader or a pirate guy, oh god, okay, it's gonna land down, and you're expecting kind of find food, and you just find continents full of Lehman Russ. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be an amazing sight to see. Where the fuck do you get all the yeah. metal? Yeah. <laughs> 
from another planet across the galaxy <laughs> guess, that, yeah. just far- that just mines metal. The yeah. metal planet. Yeah. Yeah, for, from a Forge world, uh, making Imperial primers. That's what, uh, that's what the entire... Uh, you asshole. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. But that's what they do. That's what, like, that's what the whole, like, on Terror, like, a lot of what they do, the Administratum, is just making sure that the food planets can ship their food to the mining planet so that the mining planet can ship its metal to the Forge planet. Adam's that they can ship thing. their armaments to the regiment that's being formed on this other planet. And it's just, like, this giant... Like, yeah. bureaucracy yeah. planet. Yeah, we. That's <laughs> actually, I think, a good dumb. point to bring everything back to is probably Earth in the thirty-first, forty-first millennia, because at this point, to my understanding, the oceans have long since boiled off. Mm-hmm. You have the Emperor's Palace, I think, is somewhere in the Himalayas. Right. Yes. And I think they literally bulldozed tops of mountains to make room for that crap essentially well yeah it's amber you, you got to make room for him yeah and then earth has been described in a few different fluff pieces as not only in the center of administration but of course a huge huge holy place to visit yeah. the but biggest yeah. because it's so far away from a lot of points and so holy and important it's got a lot of traffic and a lot of people going there and people are considered lucky if they can even set foot on the planet before they die, because once they land, they might not even get to live long enough to visit the Holy of Holies. Yeah. So living on Earth, kind of blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Awesome. So what was your planet, Jonathan? My planet? Wow. Did you choose? I'm not going to say because you guys are just going to make jokes over it. Hold on, hold on. That's just what you guys do. Let me let me use yeah. my powers. Let's see. So John's going to pick, but Catachin. Oh, oh, I was actually no. thinking about that. Really? <laughs> no. It's a planet filled with sweaty, swole, buff dudes. <laughs> it's a it's a planet entirely of rambles. So it's legitimately super awesome. My oh. my planet that I chose comes from what really kind of. I, I've been playing Games Workshop games since the 90s, um, but there was one game in particular that just made me obsessed with it, and that game was Gorka Morka. It's li- <laughs> <You're a nerd. laughs> literally the funnest game I've ever played. I've oh, yeah. never had more fun than when I've been playing Gorka Morka. Most fun. I was speaking Orc. <laughs> um, so, so my plan would be, be Angelus, which is the, the setting of Gorka Morka, mm-hmm. uh, because I've read so much of the background, and there's so much going on there. There's, It's a Necron tomb world, so you have Mechanicus scientists in there trying to find stuff. And then uh, the, the, the Space Hulk crashes down out of the ground and just radiates and destroys everything on the planet. So all of the, the, the human dudes on the outside in the ships get mutated into these horrible mutant creatures. And then all of the, the, the humans in the tombs are shielded because of the Necron, some whatever, you know bullshit that is they run uh so they're all kind of stuck in the tombs for years and it's just the imagery i have for that planet is just being kind of just this regular planet where just it's indiana jones to me you have a whole bunch of artifacts and tombs well, wait that, one with, through three right not with, four no there's monkeys there too so, and alien skulls yeah yeah and alien skulls but yeah, this whole idea of this whole planet where people are just going and like archaeologists are just traveling planet to planet trying to find these SECs and, and, and a jealous of that is kind of the 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 be all and end all of that for me because there's these guys and now they're 
they were there and this story-wise they're there to, to find these artifacts and now they're trapped there with just a massive orc horde forming and, and fighting each other and then they start worshipping the orc. I just, oh god, it's amazing. I, I love like, I love the digging up. It's like the idea yeah. of yeah. like the human. I mean, they're fangirls of yeah. the orcs, big time. Like trying to dress like them, trying to act like them, but they're weedy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> just like guys, it just guys. proves that humans in green armor can actually be cool. And, and well, the, and the, yeah, the models for the digging knobs as well were amazing. It's goofy. They're just goofy looking. Like look like a bunch of like scientists that were stuck in a tomb because they're like. Little weedy guys who just wrapped rags around themselves. And we're like, yeah, we're at orcs too. Please take us off this planet. With some metal shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> like a gib. So yeah, that, that would be my planet of choice. A close second behind it would be Necromunda. Which is, again, one of the planets. planet, right? Yeah, it's a high planet. Um, just, oh man, just the, the backstory there as well. And, and the way that they have the, the upper spire and the lower spire. And the underhive. And the underhive. Yeah. And what they do is the, the rich kids in the upper spire get sent down in high-tech gear to hunt people. And this uh, it's oh man. Really? That's what the... So, so the, the Spire is. gang is what is the rich kids from the spire. And they would go down. And part of their stuff is they would just go down and hunt people for sport. Wow. They would kill, like, the, the gangers. Uh, we're going to get lots of, you know, hashtag swole loincloth <laughs> uh, about how I'm wrong about this. But, but from what I remember, they, they went down and they hunted. And that was their thing. And, and just, I remember playing, I had a, uh, a Delac gang, uh, and I just, I hated playing Spirers. I, I had a four Malkadon Spire list that I fought against, and oh god, it was awful, but yeah. The idea, and then you have the characters, like even the Joker is like your Madonna, who's just uh, an upper Spire, you know, lady who just went crazy, and now she, you know, sells her services and kills people in Underhive. It's just such a rich setting, and yeah. I guess... For, for me personally, planets I like are, are, are ones I've read and have just an absolutely rich setting. I mean, you're the same with your, your Caliban. I mean, you've read a lot of stuff about yeah. that, Phil. Um, that kind of gives it to you. Uh, Joe, you I mean you read a lot of the Black Library stuff. Yeah. You feel a particular Like affinity. the Uplifting Primer. Yes, like the Uplifting <laughs> Primer. Thank you. Uh, you. You get an affinity to that planet. Yeah. Um, translating it to games. We have all of this great knowledge, these great stories. We even have games based on specific worlds. How do we improve or, or, or make our games of Warhammer 40,000 better with, with the knowledge about these this metal planets that are life turned up to 10? Well, what if you have like the battle on a death world and suddenly you have your troops jumping into that cover to, you know... Protect, your, protect you from that AP2 shot that's going to be coming down. One of the and old... all of a sudden, that, that piece of cover is now eating <laughs> your guys. You know what I mean? It turns out that it's that's like carnivorous, they, yeah, it's carnivorous <laughs> plants that they you tried just jumped into. bringing that back with the random terrain, yeah, which uh, didn't work out so well. No, what? I don't miss random terrain from 6. 6th edition, they had like, if you stepped into any forest, you had to roll to see what kind of forest it yeah. was. And... and those are optional rules, though. But yeah. I think you know, it, that's, it that's could be fun like, for a fluffy, you sure. know, a fluffy yeah. fun game. And you can make your house rules. I mean, yeah. we. I think um, for our Red Wah, uh, the next game we play, we're going to make rules for fording the river. Like, there's a little river ford, and so mm-hmm. you're making up like, all right, well, this it's easier to get across a river ford, but it's not as easy as well, the bridge. So It's not you know, that the... Oh. But yeah, anyway, I mean, you could do that with like anything. Like, yeah. say, um, I know some of the campaign books, like, um, what is it, the uh, uh, Crusade of Fire? Like, they have zero G um, mm-hmm. 
rules and you know if you're not in armor there's like a certain you know you have to roll every turn to see if you don't get sucked out of the I don't know sucked out of a suck yeah it's not that the idea of the rolls was bad it was just the implementation mm -hmm. because you could enter into a forest and all of a sudden everybody on your opponent's side of the board gets a bonus to their cover save yeah. and then your trace gives you a bonus cover save against grenades what I like is when they're actually consistent. If you sit down with your opponent and figure out across the board, we're going to do it like this. These buildings in this hive are on fire, mm -hmm. and they'll move depending on the roll of a random dice roll each turn. Or this is a death world. And in one of the old White Dwarfs and on some of the old GW articles they used to have online, they had rolls and stats for playing out different death world monsters and even mm -hmm. creating death world monsters of your own. Those are super cool. Uh, honestly, NPC elements can add a, another level to your game. Mm -hmm. it, you start taking it away from like a one-on-one -on -one deal of players clashing at that point, but you end up with a richer, a richer narrative and a richer experience. Be it you're trying to hoard a bunch of civilians out of a burning city or out of space Iowa, mm -hmm. or the trees are coming to life and trying to kill you both. Yeah. Absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. Just to, just to wrap this up, uh, we're going to we'll reach out to our worldwide audience. This this next couple of weeks, when you guys are playing your 40k games, add this narrative element. Add this little backstory. What kind of planet are you guys fighting on? Oh, let that affect it. Yeah, you're playing Maelstrom and you have six objectives, but what are they? If, if you are on a, a symmetry world, is that a particularly important dignitary's corpse which has a file on it? If you are on a um, Forge World, is that a very specific piece of technology? Add this to your games. See what it does to add it to you. Please, you know, send us your pictures. We're at facebook.com forward slash mobruleak. Let us know how it's adding to your games, and, and we'll go over some of the best pictures and, and see what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, just make it, you know, make what you're playing on more than just a piece of plywood that happens to hold your models up off the ground. Like, Ooh, the plywood world. Real. Yeah. Like, make it something real, you know what I mean? Like, uh, with the Forge world. You know, I know they have, when they came out with the with the Prometheum pipes, mm -hmm. they had a rule there where it's like, yeah, it gives you cover, but if you take a cover save from that, you then have to roll to see if it explodes into a ball of flame, because this Forge world isn't dead. Like, there's still stuff pumping through the, pumping through the pipes, you know? Have that going on, or have, you know... Like you said, the, the death world isn't dead. So suddenly, you know, there be monsters in that forest that you're that you're hunting the, you know, hunting the orcs out of. You know, and, and I just think it makes it it makes it a bit more of an interesting thing that these you know that the space marines when they land on a planet, it's not just a piece of plywood that's holding them up with the ground. It's an actual planet that's living and doing and reacting, and they have to react to that as much as they have to react to the enemy coming at them. And I just want to toss out there that we know everybody doesn't have access to great terrain. Uh, for a long while, when I first played, it was entirely old old journals and pieces of paper to represent forests and cliffs and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But, and actually, in particular, if you're playing with terrain like that, adding <clears throat> extra roles to what you're playing on can bring in an element that isn't necessarily visual. It can really pull things together more for you. Because if you're playing on sheets of paper, all right, paper's the forest. That paper is a forest filled with giant birds that are going to swoop off with one of your marines. You're going to remember that a lot more, and it's going to get you more involved. And yeah. you can even draw be, a giant bird on it, I guess. That would be kind of cool is if you had a piece of terrain that was infested with giant birds, and that if you rolled a six while in the terrain, 
that unit now randomly has to scatter deep strike as though the birds just picked up the unit and <laughs> dropped them on the so all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden Big they're birds. like nine inches you know away from where they were maybe it helps you maybe it brings you nine inches closer to that guy that you wanted to charge mm-hmm. or maybe it takes you nine inches back to the other you know <laughs> nine inches away from the unit and takes you out of range for your shooting but it's uh, just like it also gives you sky fire or, obviously yeah or if you have a realm of battle board you can pretend you're on caliban and just move your tile pieces around in return Actually, you only have one tile piece left and then oh, the rest would be throw the other five well, into the garbage 40K, not no. 41k <laughs> all right so to, to wrap this up i just want to say you know the game you are playing is not just a set of rules that we match our models together with. There's almost 30 years worth of history there. Make your games mean something. Add in a little bit of story. Put it on a specific world. Again, let us know what you guys are doing. Facebook.com forward slash MobRuleAK uh, at the Mobcast. And then we also have an email I've forgotten to push the entire show. The Mob at TopHat-Arts.com. The Mob at TopHat-Arts.com. We really want to see what you guys are doing. Uh, We know you're out there. We appreciate you listening. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to wrap it up. And then... Then... I was going to leave it for suspense. Oh, And then just cut it. So let's... Can can we hum for suspense? Hum. 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 Gynecomastia is a myth. And so is gout. Ever met somebody with gout? I thought so. Why do we know much about these? Because we... Our soy. It is our job to know about your body. What we do know is, soy is a complete protein that can replace animal protein. It is a great dietary fiber and can reduce your LDL and triglycerides. We also know that if you develop man boobs, it is not our fault. It is your dad's. Soy milk. It's not as bad as they say. I did read once that um, the, there's a bacteria that's found in the beard that's identical to the bacteria that's found in fecal matter. That bacteria it's, is actually found everywhere. Well, yeah, but it's the, it's the same strain as the one found in fecal matter. Specifically. But it's not everywhere. the exact same one. So it's there's a correlation. But yeah, there's but that's, it's literally everywhere. So it's found in the yeah. beard, but it's also found on the faces of people who are clean-shaven. I hadn't heard that. Yep. Because oh, okay. I remember when that, that, that article came out. That's and just an article. article they, you mean they, the, the yeah. Facebook scarescape? Yeah. Well, there's poop in beards. Well, that's when they came out. There's an article about that. And then, you know, you want to know? said, yeah, it's in beards, but it's also literally on everyone's faces. It's yeah. literally everywhere. You want to know who was behind that article? Big Baby Face. Who's that? That's our primary Big. sponsor. Big just... Baby Face? Who's that? You know, the evil conglomerate of clean-shaven people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, like Big Milk, who dropped us, and now thanks, thanks, Dick. Uh, okay. Big Baby Face dropped us. Oh. Okay. Even so welcome back. Yeah, um, welcome back. Yeah, yeah you learned something about beards. I uh, learned something <laughs> about a fantastic sponsor who we we just played. Big Baby Face. No, 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 no. Oh, no. right, the right yeah, that the, part. Well, whatever sponsor it is, we highly scripted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come back. So. Um, that was yeah, good times. So that mm-hmm. was episode three point one four. I'm going for the Pi reference. Really? Okay. So we're going to go back to 4.5? No, episode 3.5. We're going to turn it back until we lose another episode. Yeah, we're going to screw up. Coming out of the official notes. Okay, it's gone. Episode 3.5. We're, you know, incomplete cockpit. want to thank you all for listening. Again, like, subscribe, share, let your friends know about this. How would you describe it, Ted? 
waste of time. Yeah. I mean... Uh, well, let your friends know that when they're, they're painting or playing their games, they too can have background noise. Uh, find us on Twitter at DeMobcast or Facebook.com forward slash MobRuleAK. Uh, this, all, all this is on our bumper. I'm going to say it multiple times in case people are like, oh, it's the end theme song. I'm going to stop listening. Oh, repetition. Yeah, repetition. It's all three seconds long. I know. It's terrible. Oh, man. Oh, man. Double bumper. <laughs> well, at least they learned about fecal beards. So yeah. That's really what matters. We're professional. Next so, time. Right. Next time on Mob Rules, we're going to be talking about Imperial Guard. Yay! <laughs> We're talking about more specifically a day in the life of a guardsman, or the last day in the life of a guardsman. If whatever. Well, the read. first one, it's very similar. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very similar good. right up until the last one. Very excited about that. So, thank you for joining us for episode three point five. We will be back in episode four point five, hopefully four point five. We're going to be talking about a day in the life of a imperial guardsman. Praise the emperor. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group to be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mobrulesak. You can also email us at themob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.